are back in the catacombs of Castle Ravenloft and listening to Curse of Stradania, a Legends of Aventris podcast. Last time, the Azran expedition decided to delve deep into the bowels of my home to rescue my prisoner of honor, Master Jinteki. Moving on to the crypts, they did not steal my dead brother, but instead stole just about everything else. But, now that my brides and my Escher have cornered them and the cowboys trapped alone in the dark, they may regret lying to their host. This episode is brought to you by our generous supporters on Patreon. We now also have a merch store where you can browse more than 20 amazing Aventris-themed designs. You can buy a shirt or become a patron yourself by following the link in the show notes. We are eternally grateful for your support. With that out of the way, let us proceed with Chapter 17, Malediction. You find yourselves hearing the sounds of what appear to be vampires threatening the life of an innocent in your haste to save the innocent. Shepard runs straight into Stradania's tomb, activating a teleportation trap. The rest of you are able to rush in unhindered by the trap, having just activated a second prior. As you look on to four people, all of them towered over a wriggling form. You're unable to truly see what it is as they threaten to feast on it. As they bring its flesh towards them, you yell out. They all look at you. Smiles alight all of their faces. Shepard, you find yourself standing at the bottom of a pit. The dirt beneath your feet is slightly damp. Moss aligns the walls as you look all around you. Coffins line the entirety of the area, stretching all the way from you towards the back. You can't even see where they stop at this point. As you look up, you can see that you are in the the pit of the tomb that you had entered with Clayton as you were inspecting all of these crypts. Oh, hells. And as you move around, you hear it before you see it the creaking and the rattling as one of the lids begins to slide open and you begin to see a form rise out of it, an ax at its side. This is a creature mostly of undeath, something you have never seen before but have heard tales of. A white begins to rise out of the coffin as yet one more begins to slide open, and then another, as the sound is cacophonous all around you. Every single one of these begins to open, but it doesn't stop there as the wet ground beneath your feet begins to shake. You see one skeletal arm wrench up from the ground and grab at your ankle as skeletons and whites all in front of you begin to rise. I need you to roll for initiative, please. Him or all of us? Just, Just yeah. him. Oh, God. And then we will deal with this for a second. We'll get back to what you guys are doing. Oh, so. my God. No way. Oh. That's why I rolled. Don't, don't show my... Don't oh, my God. Mind. You want to know. So I literally told him, I will tell you, I told him that the way he survives is that he doesn't miss. He gets really high in initiative, and he does a fuck ton of damage. Uh, so I get a 25. Oh, golly. Okay. That's what you got. Golly, 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 Shepard. Well, Gaia Zooks. 
but you watch as the as the tops of of the coffin slide off and 15 whites begin to rise. All of them turn and look towards you as nearly 50 skeletons clamber their way out of the earth in front of you, mixed in with all of them. 50? I think it was one five. Huh? I think she said 15. Oh, 50. No, you did not pass the N. 15. Do I get to go first? Yes. There's no Oh way. my god. <laughs> Bitch, you better run. There's no way to run. You look, you feel as the cold stone, the back against your wall, you're looking up nearly 25 feet above your head as these shambling skeletons and whites begin to make their way towards you. Their eyes flash red as they are looking for flesh. And you are all alone. What god, do you want to do? Damn it, nothing's ever fucking easy. <laughs> I hope Garrick's in the dock will see me through. And uh, I, and I hellfire. Uh, so that's gonna be a DC 17 dex saving throw from all of the whites and skeletons. Oh God. Seven of the whites pass. Uh, so I'll take half of 33, which I believe is 16. Uh, and then the ones that fail will take 33. And then with my bonus action, as the dust and the bone dust begins to fade a little bit, I will use my bonus action to Hunter's Mark. Uh, yeah, Hunter's Mark, one of the closest, uh, whites. And that is my turn, as there is really nowhere for me to run. (laughs) With that, you look around you as the dust begins to settle. As these creatures begin to shamble over you and you reach down for redemption. You pull it out and you let loose a rain of hellfire. You spray blasts of force energy directly at all of these creatures. You watch as skeleton after skeleton takes the hit and falls, their, their bones sinking into the earth. All 50 of the skeletons completely nice. annihilated in its path. Every single one of the whites able to hold on just long enough as they begin to make their way towards Holy you. <laughs> A significant shit. amount of them are, their, their bones and bodies are hanging loose. They look severely oh, wounded, but they are still hanging on. Do we hear the Come gunfire? On. Come on! Oh yeah. So with okay. this, the rest of you immediately hear the sound of Shepard's hellfire raining out. It echoes out from somewhere far beneath you. You can almost feel it rumbling beneath your feet as you hear the screeches, the the almost the the um, unearthly screeches and wailings from the the creatures that are that are falling at his feet. And you listen for the sounds of his painful cries, but they do not come yet. As these Four vampiric entities begin to rise and look up at you. One of them, the one wearing the skull mask, looks directly towards you, Clayton. Oh, look at you, pretty thing. What are you doing? Shepard? Mm, Where's Shepard? Where'd he go? She's wounded, and you see as she, she looks down, and you see a small woman. She can't be more than 21, as she is... Her arms are wrapped around her. Her face is lilting to the side. She looks unconscious. Blood slightly dripping from her mouth. Two wounds on the side of her neck. You look so smart. Come, come here. Help her. She needs you. And I need you to roll a uh, wisdom saving throw, please. Wiz, you say? Yes. Ooh, 15? 
15, you look, you stare between her and this, and this gruel on the floor, and you feel it as your eyes gloss over for a second. You start to blink. Yes, I am intelligent. Yes. I'm not a medicine man, but I might be able to, to help her as you feel compelled to move forward. Yes, I can take a look. Professor, what are you doing? I'll walk up. It's not safe. Professor, it's not safe. Stop. We don't know where Shepard is. Can I try to stop him? I'm sure he's fine. You can in a minute. Oh. <laughs> as Shepard. Oh, fuck. Okay. You watch as these oh, creatures continue to shamble for towards you. Um, <laughs> they have a speed of 30 feet, so if you can move them all 30 feet forward. So his back is against the wall. His back is against the wall. Can maybe like, so one, two, three. I can be surrounded by uh, four five, minus five, nine. Five of them. Yes. Five. And then they can all get sort of just start like piling in around. <laughs> Good luck, Shepard. Jeez. Yeah. I, may have, I may have overestimated my abilities. We'll see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. That's fine. If I can punch a hole through most of these on the next round, we'll be all right. Well. You've got another hellfire. Yeah, right, exactly. Are you adding that d6 that you get to it, or that only applies to melee attacks? Yeah, no, the, the, the ability is... And so, how am I, I can't see, but it looks like one, two, five, five, three, five, four, five. Yep, okay. five, ten, let's have range. So... Oh, I hope not. So... <laughs> <laughs> the first one is going to miss both of its attacks. Oh, the second one is going to attempt to hit with its long sword and miss. It's going to attempt to drain your life with its second attack. Very good, very good. And that is going to be, yeah, 15. What's, what's your AC? 18. Okay, yeah. Good a 15. Um, the next one's going to do the same thing. And it is going to hit with its life, or, um, oh, I guess its life drain is a DC 13. So these will be both long swords. Uh, both of them are going to hit. Oh, so God. both of them on the third one are going to hit. What's the range on life drain? Uh, the range on life Mike, drain? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> but, actually, games I want to maintain games day. This does not say to be fair on this card. It just says so life like a drain. dementor where it has to be like. <laughs> right in front of you. So if you you can look it up for me, Mike. Uh, if you don't mind. Shepard is going to be like that uh, girl from uh, Oh my the god. Ring. This is ridiculous. Six points of damage mm -hmm. on those two hits from number three. Um, I need you to make a constitution saving throw. Sure. Uh, I actually need you to make two of those. Okay. Oh, there you go. Han is not my and good one. More so their only range attack is a longbow. Their life dream is a melee weapon. I attack. thought, I thought so. Oh, it's melee weapon. Uh, it's gonna be probably one fail, one pass. I got a, I got a six and a twenty something. Six and a twenty-one. Uh, yes. So you are going to fail one and pass one. You're gonna take sixteen damage from one of those hits. Not the life drain. This is just this is the last guy that hit you. And then fourteen more damage. And now I'm gonna do the life drain. So six, then 16, then 14. Mm -hmm. No, so it's 16. Oh, yes, oh, the first one no. was six. Yes, six, 16, and 14. And then the life drain. Okay, this is bad. Yeah, this is good. Uh, is the life drain a spell? No, it's okay. one of their abilities. Uh, and you are going to take eight survive. points of necrotic damage yep. that uh, reduces your uh, max HP. By eight. By eight. 
bite. Just do minus eight. And that is their turns because those are the ones. If that you're on desktop, you. you can track our health live on the D and D Beyond Overlap. Mike, I'm going to so, choke you out. <laughs> <laughs> so you, Shepard, you find yourself being surrounded by these whites as they climb on top of you, pushing redemption away. They begin to claw at your skin, tearing away at you. You feel as one of their claws sinks deep into you, and you feel it suck out your life essence is it breathes in deeply some of the life that that you gave it yes uh for one of the hits i'd like to hellish rebuke okay it it does fail I so we'll three, say number three one three or you can let me know which ones are around you and uh, let's call three we okay, call good. three right there okay he'll take uh 12 plus three is 15 points of fire damage all right all right and then my hellish rebuke is gone with average you um you let out this burst of of energy um channeling into your tiefling heritage as you're taking in all of this pain as you feel your lifeblood being sucked from you and you let out this burst of energy you watch as it sears one of the whites in front of you the flesh um melting from its face as it looks at you its eyes a pearly milky white as its jaw drops open it looks like it's incredibly wounded the rest of you are watching as Clayton slowly moves towards, he looks in trance. They all turn to each other, giggle between each other and smile. As you move down to touch the woman, they begin to encircle around Clayton. Yes, take care of her, smart one. Yes. Do I see his eyes gloss over? Oh, take good care of her. Yeah. I wonder what the rest of you are doing as I do this. I was this. trying to stop him, but I don't know if I had time <laughs> yeah, to. Yeah, so what What would you like to do? I'm carrying Jinteki, so I want to try to body block him as much as I can, because I haven't put him down. I would and say I, you could move in front of him, and it's not going to prevent him from moving around you. So when I would have seen his his eyes But you can say over, something to him. Are, are you... Are you are you well, Professor? Why are you moving towards them? This is dangerous. This girl is we haven't, but where, where does Shepard go? Not himself. You need to go find Shepard. Wake and up. Yes, you would notice. I, okay. I would immediately that Shepard disappears and I hear blam, 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 blam. <laughs> I am going to... And then at this point, you now begin to hear the... He's not screaming. Shepard is not that tight, but you can you can hear the, the grunts of pain as he's wincing against it. Just the guttural sounds that inevitably come with your flesh being rended from your body. Um, and it echoes up against his will. Against his... I am going to cast Sending with a fourth level spell slot because I'm in third so because I use it all on Sending. And I will say... <laughs> Shepard, where are you? Are you well? Are you in danger? You can respond to this message. It doesn't cost me anything to respond no. to anything. No, it does not. The grips! The fucking grips! The fucking grips! <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That was supremely unhelpful. <laughs> I think Shepard is, and then I'll see Professor walking over to the thing. And um, and she's surrounded by vampires. They they have looked at him. They see that he's coming over. They've all smiled at each other, and they begin to start to surround him as if they're going to block vision using their forms from you. Uh, just before you do that, what did you want to do, Kelsey? Well, I was before he got over there. I he's, want okay, so we could say he's walking. Okay, yeah. So once I would have pulled at him and seen that his eyes were were glossed over and he wasn't in control of himself. Um, I would have opened my mouth into like a shape of a scream, but the sound would start to radiate um, out in front of me surrounding the vampires. So it would sound like just an ear piercing, like, (sighs) 
um, and I would cast some uh, synaptic static. How does that work? Um, so I choose a point within range and cause psychic energy to explode there. So each um, each creature, including the girl, unfortunately, has to make an intelligence saving throw. And okay. maybe the professor. If Derek too. is watching. He's you're, be very jealous. you're walking there. I will say you're not in it yet. Okay. Kana got in your way, which prevented you from getting there in time. She wasn't able to hold you back, but she was able to prevent you. Oh, <laughs> You're alive, eh? Hold it together, oh. master. Hold it together. Oh. I have to put you down in the muck here in a second. Oh, the masculine that's... form of these creatures, he <laughs> seems to be able to resist it as all three of the feminine forms begin to, to put their hands up to their ears and they all look at you as they bare their fangs and they let out a loud scream as they're trying to shake off the, the noise that's now thrumming through their eardrums. Let me, tell me what it does. Um, so the the save is an eighteen. Yeah. Um, if they pass, I'm sorry. Um, blah, 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 blah. So in, if they fail, they take eight d six psychic damage on a failed save, or half if they succeed. And if they fail, they have muddled thoughts for one minute. Uh, during that time, it rolls a d six and subtracts the number rolled from its attack rolls and ability checks, as well as its Constitution saving throws to maintain concentration. Okay. Um, target can make an intelligence saving throw at the end of each of its turns. It's like a buff bane kind of. Bane. Okay. Good. Okay. Yep. So tell me what damage. What's the damage? And then I'll have what's her face roll concentration. Ooh, it's a fireball. It's huge. <laughs> Derek has been waiting to use this shit for forever, and I think last episode of BDW got lit and resisted. Yeah. He, he hasn't stopped talking about synaptic, synaptic static for weeks. Oh, 34 sorry, yes. if they fail. Okay. And then half as much if they pass? Mm-hmm. Or if they pass, yes. You watch as the the girl, you can still see her. She's lulling there, her eyes occasionally fluttering open. As this as this lets out, you watch as the, the three feminine figures are clawing at their hair, at their um at their ears. The sound is excruciating to, to them. The masculine figure seems to be able to 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 persevere through it, but he's looking around frantically between all of you, between all of the women around him. And uh and then I have to Subtract to D6. You watch immediately as Clayton shakes his head. His senses overcome him. She's unable to keep the charm up on him through the static as the small girl begins to to cough up blood and then her body goes limp as she falls to the floor. Shepard. Professor. Uh, What happened? Have you snapped out of it? Yeah, this. uh, Who are you? Who is that? (laughs) Shepard. Oh, fuck. You feel this tearing into you, and you know that your time is short. If you do not do something, what do you do? Um, so I am going to use the other, I'm going to use the other Hellfire, but my thought process is since it's a cone, it probably only hits these nine, as these guys are probably too wide away. I would say it wouldn't be able, 
It wouldn't be able to hit the two on either side of you, but I would say it's able to hit everything else in front of oh, you. Oh, cool. You're being very generous. Very generous. Well, you can move it. So the idea is it's like, a, you wouldn't be able to turn this way and be like, bam, 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 bam. But you could spread it out in front of you. Yeah. With redemption almost smoking from the heat of the previous hellfire, I quickly holster and use my free hand to then fire off a hellfire with uh, judgment. So it'll be another DC 17 saving throw from all of them. Dex. Yeah, Dex. Five. Plus nine is uh, 14. Plus 12 is getting to the sense. Plus 10 is 36. That's pretty good. Not bad. Not bad. More than last time, right? Four. Three more. Yeah. And it's 17, you said? Yeah, DC 17 saving throw, dex saving throw. Uh, you have more pain. More tragedy. What a tragedy. What a tragedy. Two more rolls. <laughs> Then go make coffee. We don't have coffee back home to Techie. Oh, yeah. Master, I mean, I'm sorry for calling you by your first name. All right. Insolent. You quickly quickly holster redemption as you pull out judgment and you begin to let hellfire rain across all those that you can see in front of you doing. Uh, It's 36 for a pass. Uh, 18 for a fail. 36 for a pass, 18 for a fail. Or other way around. Yeah, if whatever. they fail, 36. They take the full amount of 36. <laughs> if they take half, they take 18. What? <laughs> Look at all these chickens. Learn all those chickens! <laughs> I really like that. That's that vine. vine. Remember when Vine existed? Remember Vine? Vine was the greatest thing ever happened to the internet. <laughs> You let loose the rain of hellfire. You watch as white after white is blasted into smithereens. There are now five remaining. The one mm-hmm. on either side of you and the two in front of you. These two or these two? Does it matter? Uh, it doesn't, it doesn't choice, really matter. Choice. It's all the same. <laughs> yeah, no, one, two. Uh, so yeah, one more. Three, oh, yeah, four, five, five, yeah, only five. Yeah. Only five left. One more, right? Ah, yeah. oh, Christ! Um, and with that, well, I'm gonna bonus action. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna bonus action Slayer's Prey, the same one that I Hunter's marked. We'll call it number three. Okay, <laughs> that's a good call. That's my turn. I can't move, or I'm gonna take all, like double attacks. So yeah. I just gotta stay and try to bear, grin and bear it, as they say. The one of them is going to make both of its long sword attacks against you yep. and miss. Beautiful. The other one on the other side is going to make a long sword, and I need you to make a con saving throw. The long sword's going to miss. Uh, question is: Is it number three that's making me make this con saving throw? It is. All right, I get advantage because of my slayer's pro. Oh, okay. Very nice. I guess that was a good choice. Uh, so that's going to be a seventeen. Seventeen passes. So that's two down. Then the next one is going to do two of its long swords. One of those is going to hit. So I haven't taken any damage yet. Correct. This is the first one. Only one hit, so there are only... 11 points of damage. Okay. 
The next one, I need you to make another con saving throw. Actually make two, because the next ones are going to do two attacks and two. And then both of those are going to hit. We have twists. We have 13 twists. and 16. Do a twist. Uh, Let's twist the 13. Both of those, good. both of those pass. Uh, oh, shit. There we go. Okay, it's low. A monster like that is going to probably kill you. 11 for the first long sword. Or for the next long sword. Yeah, I was going to say, it's 11 and 11. And then 13 for the next one after that. All right. All right, I'm on. You feel as even though you've let loose okay. all of this, you have, you're, you're holding strong against all of these creatures, but they are overcoming you. And even though there are only five left, it feels like so much more alone in the bottom of this pit. A, a pile of bones surrounding you. Clayton, you feel your mind come back to you. As you look forward and you see as the girl drops to the floor, the life draining from her eyes, you can faintly hear the sound as you look back towards Victoria and you can see her eyes glossed over, her mouth open, the scream not coming from her throat, but reverberating just slightly in front of you, too far away for it to affect you, but you can still hear it. That ghostly, ghastly, shadowy scream that she's letting loose from the shadow powers that are innate in her body. As you look around and you realize you've been overcome by the charms of the vampire, you see as they, they're all looking around, the, the three women frantic, the, the, the masculine one kicks the body of the dead girl as he reaches over and attempts to shake the girls around him. What do you choose to do? We need to find Shepard. Who do you want to say? Uh, I'm gonna just start. I'm gonna just try to run back and just fucking leave these. If, if they they seem stunned, I need to. I'm gonna try to turn and find Shepard. You're running. I will turn and, and attempt to 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 run, and I'll say, "Shine your lantern or something." And I'm gonna turn and and try to. Did you tell us? Did you relay the the crypts? Can we see that she's dead? I did not the girl. I easily. I, I haven't had a oh. chance yet. My bad. Um, <laughs> I was like, no, she's dead. <laughs> um, and so, Sorry, well, and you would also hear, you'd be able to hear everything that was I will, happening. I will call yeah. out as the shepherd is in one of the tombs. He is in danger, I presume. He was less than helpful. And I'll reach into my, to my cloak and I will pull out the, uh, the symbol of the morning Lord. Mm. And I will say, be gone creatures of darkness. Even in this dark place, the sun still shines and casts daylight. Um, from it. Very nice. Great. I and can't we wait will for pause there. As you turn to leave. Yeah, I, I, I'm trying you, to run out. To, you turn to, to leave. As you turn and you run out, out, you step on the same plate Stepard ah! stepped, stepped on. And as you go to walk forward, you expect to see, you expect to see the rest of the catacombs in front of you, but they're not there. The trap has reactivated. No! As you find yourself staring face to face with Shepard. Shepard, where, where once a white had been, redemption pointing directly in its face, you now see Clayton standing. The rest of you, you immediately see as a white pops into existence exactly where Clayton had been. It looks around at all of you, but does not make a motion to move into the tomb as it, like the other one that had appeared there when Shepard disappeared, begins to haunt and roam the halls of the catacombs. 
So we, I switched places with one of these. I women. need you to roll for initiative. Oh, oh my god! Where did the professor go? I rolled a one. Six. How could he have not been so smart to not step on this bloody tile? <laughs> what an idiot! Holy fuck! That's so funny. I'm not so that perceptive, Kama. <laughs> I'm intelligent, not wise. <laughs> so you rolled a one? I rolled a all six total. Oh my gosh. Oh my what a nightmare. With that, the rest of you, that is what you see is Sarnax, you hold up the sigil and radiant sunlight begins to um, to pulse and undulate around you. The shadows of these vampires you see appear on the wall behind them. And it's almost as if a trick of the light, as you see them shriek back though their actual forms don't move, as the shadows themselves begin to let out a horrifying image of a scream as they begin to run up and climb along the walls. And almost instantly, even oh though they are distracted and confused by the synaptic static, you watch as they all turn and follow their shadows. They they dig their their claws into into the into the walls as they begin to climb up and over you they're looking down at you bearing their fangs screaming in this horrific manner as you watch smoke rise and billow from their bodies as the sunlight tears at their pearlescent skin i will hold you in that spot while we move back to the to the tomb God. <laughs> you find yourself staring at shepherd can I put Shepherd. your techie down at this point? Sure. Okay. Oh, <laughs> you're still alive. Well, I, I can't hold you anymore. <laughs> I will make sure not to put you off the track. And I will pull into the tile on the floor and lean him against the wall, away from the vampire. Shepard, what do you do? <laughs> what the fuck? Professor, get the fuck down! And, uh, and I'm gonna immediately, <laughs> turn, I'm gonna immediately swing to number three that is under Mark the Slayer. Pull and I'm only gonna make one attack. Okay. Because I think he's. Uh, just see what happens. You, you have a good feeling about this? I fucking crush the shit out of this guy. It's a, like a 34. That uh, misses. Yeah, they have a really high yeah, AC. Yeah, I don't believe he's that. He's the Night King. roll twos? No, 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 not on this character. So that's going to be uh, 12, 13, 14, uh, 21 points of damage to white number three. You tell Shepard to get down and you immediately rotate your um, your weapon, point it directly in to the face of this white as it's bearing down on you and you blast its skull from its head mm-hmm. as bits of rotting flesh fly from it. You watch as it's um, the rest of its form crumbles to the ground dead. Uh, is, that, is this your... Um, that one. That's the one, so Say, go on. So then I'll immediately swing 180 degrees to attack number eight uh, twice. Okay. Get him! I will say attack once. Okay. Nice. Uh, what's the plus? Uh, that's a 20 to hit. That hits. Guy, a plus 14 to hit. Yikes. Yikes. Five plus seven is 12 points of damage. You swing around, Ooh. let loose another blast, and send this one to back Ooh. to its grave. And then one more attack on number, we'll call it four. Okay. That's going to be a uh, 24 to hit. That hits. Ten points of damage. You... You let loose the last blast, and you watch as it begins to crumble. But you see that even though it's almost there, a bit of it twitches as it reaches out to swipe at you, and it's gonna go, it still is barely alive. And so there are three of them that are alive. Two of them are going to attack you. The other one is going to turn and attack Clayton. There's only, show me two left. 
You, there were five left, and you killed. I switched places with one of them. Oh, oh, you're right. So, so we'll I've say that this one's the remaining gone. Four. The, one the other the ones all had the same hit points, so I'll just get rid of this other one over here. So there's only one left, and uh, you know what? I'm oh, gonna roll. Only one left? Uh, huh? Oh, okay. Two left. Two left. Um, I need you each to roll a Constitution save for our place. Perfect. Shepard, that one misses. Uh, my constant is a 20. That one passes. So you take no damage as its long sword, the one that you had almost felled, is unable to to find purchase on you. The other one my does hit on you. My constant is a 16. Uh, 18. That should be good. Are you you take here? eight points of uh, damage from the long sword. <sighs> mm-hmm. My hat. Clayton. Oh, 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 and I'm gonna try to go. I'm gonna. I'll, I'll just shoot straight up into the air, and then beams will come back down of <laughs> arcane magic, and they'll they'll land on uh, each of these guys. Doing so arcane I'll just, blast. Just, I'll do uh, one on each, and then we'll see where the last one goes here. Ooh, that might not hit. Uh, Their AC is 14. Uh, so five damage on the first one. Uh, nine damage on the other one. Okay, you watch as the one that was barely hanging on, you let loose a blast at it, and it falls to the ground dead. And then one final arcane bolt will fly out of my finger towards the last one standing. 20, yeah, that hits. Another nine damage. He's just a little fella. You let loose all three of your arcane blasts. One of them um, is able to find purchase and decimate the white. The other two are still holding strong. The rest of you watch as these creatures begin to skitter above you. Victoria, you feel it before you see it. As you look to your shoulder and your pale white skin is marred with a droplet of blood. And as you look up, you see the gaping mouth of one of these women as she smiles down on you. She looks at you for just a moment and you can see the madness in her eyes from the synaptic static as she says, you'll be one of us soon. We await you. As she slow, as she begins to skitter out with the rest of them climbing along the ceiling. Are you guys going to do anything? Or are you going to let them go? And we await your demise. Shepard, should I be? Should I run after Shepard Sonax? God damn it! Should I run after them? <laughs> they are simply the same letter of the first. I, I, I just know not the time. Oh, not the time to correct me. Now is not the time to be chasing after strange vampires in the catacombs. When two of our party members, one of our party members, Professor, tell. Them, <laughs> <laughs> Professor? <laughs> Two of our party members are nowhere to be seen. Do we, what is the girl? Oh, do you mean the one? Yeah. I run uh, over to uh, the girl with them scattering away, and I'm just quickly like picking uh, up and checking for a pulse and allow, seeing if I can. Allow me, and I'll walk up to her. And it, I presume it's very obvious that she's dead, yes. but I'm going to check her vitals. I, I will say them. yes. Oh. You can both roll Sorry. a medicine check. You were saying. No, um, well, we have then roll an advantage, man. Like how how long between Shepard disappeared and how long Professor disappeared? Oh, it was pretty less quick. than a minute. Less than a minute. Okay. Six, you, six rounds. Six, six rounds of combat. Per round of combat. Okay. Yeah, so I just I couldn't remember when you disappeared yeah, it versus nearly when we happened. got into. It was stuff. one thing, one right after okay. the other. I ran and got uh, twenty-one. You feel, you run over and you grab her as things begin to quiet. You can still hear 
vaguely echoing throughout the rest of the catacombs, the sound of blades. <laughs> and you you hear as Clayton yells out, as both Shepard and Clayton are talking, you can't make out the noises. You're not sure whether they're in the same place, but a sense of calm overcomes you as these creatures leave the room that you were in, the tomb of Stradanya von Zarovich. As you reach down to scoop up the body of this young girl, you feel it go limp in your arms. It's already beginning to, to lose temperatures. It feels slightly colder than you would expect. And you place your hand to the temple. You wait, you wait, but no heartbeat comes. Shepard. She's gone. She's gone. I will bleed for her later. Shepard. Okay. You look out as Clayton rains down his arcane blasts, and they are hungering at you. What do you do? Uh, I'm going to attack, uh, I'm going to start by making one attack on number four and see how it goes. I'm just going to make three attacks. Uh, that's going to be a 19 to hit. That hits. Uh, that's going to be 11 points of damage. Okay. Uh, and then I'll attack one more time. Okay. That's going to be a 25 to hit. That hits. That's going to be another 11 points of damage. You pull out judgment and redemption. As you look at Clayton, you look around you at the decimation that you have caused. Clayton showed up, but most of the work had already been done. As you look at him, a slight smile on your face as you don't even look to these two entities as you let loose one blast and then the other. And they both drop to the ground dead. <clears throat> I'm going to holster uh, Judgment and Redemption and basically like stumble forward into the professor. My clothes are torn. I'm, I'm visibly bleeding. Oh, God damn it. Ah, I'm glad to see you. How the fuck you get down here? Uh, the trap must have reactivated, but we have to get back. There are Fuck. three vampires and a girl that, or four. Four, four vampires and a girl that's probably dead. And and stop! There's no fucking way out of here. I, I mean, I got a rope, but we, we ain't climbing up unless we can fucking get back up there. Shepard, I'm disappointed in you, and I grab your shoulder and dimension door out. <laughs> <laughs> I want to calculate <laughs> you know, as close. As close as, uh, I, as I think say, I can triangulate. I would say roll an intelligence check. Can we take damage if you fuck that up? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> roll an intelligence oh, yeah. check. No, wait, because we're, we're you were happens. you were looking through the tombs well enough. Um, 16. Okay. Yeah, you were looking through the tombs well enough. You were documenting as you went, and this was one you had seen. So you, I would say, are easily able to look up, see what you had seen, Connect the dots. It would have been three tombs down, four over, fourth row over this way. Oh, floor. exactly. <laughs> as you as you touch Shepard and you dimension door directly into your circle of friends. Oh my God! You're alive! I'm sorry, I found Where him. did you go? Fuck. I was I was under the fucking. What the fuck is going on here? Are you all right? I what think it was that plate there. Don't step on it. What do I see? Like having been slooped back here. As as you look in. You see a white pass by the door. It doesn't look in. It seems to be patrolling the hallways so now. In You're here. inside of the Love tomb. That. Thank fucking you, God. I will actually read Stragania's tomb description. Because oh, oh, that was all theater of the Very mind. It's for the map. But black, now we're all actually in this room. Black marble steps descend to a dark tomb that has a vaulted ceiling 30 feet overhead. The essence of evil permeates the very air. The smell of freshly turned earth is here. Settled into the dirt on the floor is a shining black coffin of finely waxed wood. The coffin's fittings are of brilliant brass and the lid is closed. 
South of the coffin are three gloomy alcoves. An iron lever protrudes from the north wall east of the tomb's entrance, which you can see would activate the portcullis, but it was not down. And as you look around, you can see that the furnishings are lovely in here. It's beautiful, well-kept. There are candelabras lining the walls, the candles in them burning a nice bright orange glow. And though they are slowly dwindling, you can tell that with the wax that's dripped down the brass that many candles have replaced them in the past. So I don't see anyone other than the dead girl. Nope. She's not, she's not, we've lost her. I killed her, to be precise. Yes, Victoria made quick work of her. Was it your intention? Fuck! All right. Is everybody all right? Does she match the description of uh, Mad Mary's daughter? You could look. I'll I'll, I'll (laughs) I'll get down and I'll look at her face. Yeah, I'll help them. You uh, roll a perception check at advantage with the help of Connor. I forgot that Mad Mary existed. For a long time, I've seen two. Wow. For a long time. Oh, how far we've come. 15? Matches the image. You, you look down at this girl. You hold the back of her head in your hands as you look into her eyes at the shape of her cheekbones. You do not see anything that would make you think she was related to Mad Mary. So why the fuck you kill her? I, I didn't mean to, but the professor was overtaken and I had to do something. By what? By the vampires. There were four of them here. You saw them before you went. He didn't. Did. Oh, you did not no, see the, them No, the teleportation <laughs> plate is literally the plate right outside of okay. the door. Fucking. To go in, to you have to hit. Where the fuck they go? I, I cast a spell and it scattered them. Like, like, like out or up? They feared the sunlight. They did. And I'll... I'll Sorry. turn it off and put it in my room. <laughs> Do we know where the fuck they are now? I help, though. <laughs> and I helped. <laughs> well, that's good. I'm glad that both of you helped. They Did they just scatter into the they bats? They shrieked into shadow, pursuing their own shadows. Did we see them, like, crawl out the door? Yes, they, okay. they crawled out of the door and like into the, the undulating mass of bats okay. that are in the ceiling. Mm. So the bats are in here too. Not in the crypt, they're outside, outside in the, okay. the main area. Fuck. Alright, alright. Well, we don't have to worry about that for the moment. But fuck! You look unwell. Right. I'm alright, I'm banged up. I'll be alright. I'm glad you're okay. Thank you. I'm glad you all are fucking alright. The fuck was that shit? Some sort of teleportation trap. And can, can you fucking detect that shit and, and make sure it doesn't fucking happen again? I suppose I could. It just takes 11 minutes. I'm going to guess you fucking fell into it and you didn't come find me the way you wanted. Well, I didn't expect it to be reactivated. I came to fight to find you and I happened to step on the exact same plate you did and it seems to, to just reactivate every few seconds. I may suggest that we use this time wisely before we have to reconvene with Sergei. Maybe we search her tomb if we can. I think that's wise. I'll help, and I'll uh, lay the girl gently back down, close her eyes, and walk over to her tomb and take a look at it. Uh, it's like silver, like it was like very polished. It's a coffin. black wooden coffin, coffin? with okay. brass. It would be silver. Um, so we'll investigate the room. You investigate the room, and aside from the candelabras around the outside and the tomb itself, there doesn't seem to be anything else here. You attempt 
to, to move the lid and it will not budge. Oh, I want to lap the bottom of the, I want to lap her uh, coffin and see if there's any words or anything written on it. It's just complete solid black wood. It's beautiful. You can tell it's well kept and well cleaned. I'll step over to Shepard and place a hand on his shoulder. I'm like leaning up against the wall, like like sitting down with my back up against one of the stone walls. You seem weary, Shepard. I'm, I'm all right. I'm a little beat up. Where did you go and what did you see? We, we fucking saw it. There was a fucking pit and there was some fucking grave. I fucking ended up down there. And there were about six billion fucking whites and I fucking won. And that's all that fucking matters. Do you recall that crypt that had all of those closed coffins? Yes, I do. That was the room we were teleported to, and when I got down there, there were many bodies of skeletons and zombie-looking things, and uh, all of the coffins were open. And I ain't fucking dead. And he's alive. Here he is. Well, I'm very impressed, Shepard. Yeah. Truly the chosen of Garrett. (laughs) And I clasp your wounds on you. Oh, not bad. Not bad. Uh, 11 plus 5 is 16 points of healing. Oh, I can go all goddamn The second day. level. Let's do it, baby. I just, like, spit some blood on the ground and wipe my face off. Ugh. Thank you, Sarnax. Of course. Ugh, God, that's smart. But we should take an opportunity to rest. Perhaps we're to even return to our quarters. Who knows where those foul creatures of darkness have skittered off to? I mean, Fuck, the sun's got to be coming up soon, right? Yes. Shardanya may be returning at any moment. Do you think she sleeps here? I do not know. How do... You could not open the tomb. I'm not able to. It, it might be magical, though. I don't, I, it just seems like I, I'm trying helped. to like, push on the lid and show him that I can't lift it. I'll, I'll help as well. Let's all try. <sighs> all right, all right. I uh, presume the that there's a protective spell if this is the resting place of the Countess. While they're doing that, I'll ritually cast Tech Magic. Okay. Uh, I need you to roll a strength saving throw. Or not strength saving throw, a strength uh, strength, strength check, check at advantage. And you can add your proficiency, Kana, since you're being helped. Oh, just, just Kana needs to. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's oh, pretty good. Uh, so you said at advantage with proficiency, that'll be a 26. With the help of your friends, you're able to to find purchase underneath the lid of of the coffin, and you are able to wrench it open, snapping what appears to be a lock on the inside. And as it flips Uh open, you see that there is nothing special here outside of plush red satin sheets, a tufted red pillowcase, and one single blood red rose. I've been hanging out with you for far too fucking long, Sarnass. I want to burn this fucker. I would normally agree with you, Shepard, but the Countess has shown us a degree of hospitality. It would be unbecoming to incinerate this, and I presume there could be dire consequences even if we tried. Don't tell me you're going soft on me now. I have a feeling that things cannot be dealt with in this castle by mere burning. All right. I think the only person fit to look inside would be Victoria. I feel it is not my face. And I'll back away from that. 
We oh, did that ominous music, music begin to play. <laughs> we at least discovered one thing in this coffin. Evidence of our tampering. And I point to the broken rod. <laughs> um, I will... I'll, I'll stick my head in the coffin. I'm going to lean down and investigate um, through the sheets and um, try not to disrupt it too much, but I want to um, just see if I can find anything within there. Okay. Uh, roll a uh, an investigation check. I don't think I find anything. <laughs> I've got a two. <laughs> Looking, you are you're caught off guard by the um, by the silkiness of of the satin these sheets. It feels so soft. You begin to imagine resting your head on them, gazing into the eyes of Stradanya von Zarovich. She slowly runs her fingers through your hair, and you're caught off guard by your your daydreams as you prick your finger on one of the thorns of the rose. A small drop of blood drips onto the satin pillow melds in with the dark red of the color. No one notices as you look down at the tiny little pink mark on your finger. You find nothing. It's nothing. I don't know. Let me know when I would be done. Professor, what did you find? Let me fucking go. Shut the fuck up, Sodax! <laughs> the Barney song when they take things out of the box. You, I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You cast your detect magic, and as you make your way around the room, you notice that there are actually three tiles outside of this room that seem to have conjuration magic that you imagine to also, the other two to also be teleportation paths. They are the ones that are directly outside the room. How do I show you? I'll show you on this map. Hold on, give me a second. I think I have a catacombs there. I do. It's basically, so this is where her tomb is. It's this one, this one, and this one. So anyway, you would attempt oh, you to leave get the in. catacombs right. and you would hit one of those paths. Right. You also yeah. notice that in the three alcoves at the back of the tomb itself, the one on the right and the left side also have conjuration magic attached to them. The middle alcove seems to be devoid of magic at all. And that is all you discover. There's conjuration magic here and here. What does that mean? What does that mean? It means that... What does that mean? <laughs> that it's, a prob it's probably Professor, a tele- what does it mean? <laughs> Teleportation magic as well. Damn it, Professor, I'm a rancher, not a fucking wizard. No, hit it! It means that I just you would be conjured, or something else would be conjured somewhere or someplace or here. Is the. Did you say the school of magic for the teleportation pads? It's conjuration. Okay, okay, got it, got it, got it. It's likely all. Con it's all teleportation. Perhaps that's how she gets in. She teleports from somewhere else to here. Can you get rid of it? I could, but again, I don't want to leave evidence about tampering. I look at the yeah. lock with yeah, Connor and I Sinex both in unison. We look at the broken lock on the fucking thing. Reparum. <sighs> and then fix the lock repairs. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, wow. it would. Okay. All right, touche. We should close this gently. I think you're supposed to close it first and then fix the lock. 
Well, I'm hoping it's one of those things where like it automatically once you unlock it, and then when you press it back down, it like automatically locks. Yeah, and then it's like, oh no, my keys are inside my coffin. What now? So I have my spare. Okay, I will walk over and I'll just try to close it. You are easily able to close it. You can hear it as it clicks in the place. Are we going to be able to jump over? Well, the that goddamn the studio, pad. I'm gonna mark a, a red X on each of the pads uh, with percent prestidigitation. Uh, avoid these and uh, just you can you see the outlines? Just how big are the pads? Just hop over them. They're five oh, feet. Five. Five, feet? five by five. So yeah, you have to make a five foot jump. I'll oh, go I'm first. huge. And if I end up back, <laughs> and if I end up back in that person crib, you're gonna come get me. So I'll use the lever to see if I can open the portcullis. The portcullis is already, already open. open. Mm-hmm. Then I'm just going to see if I can make a simple jump over the north, that direction most uh, spot, and just see if I can hop, skip, and jump over it. Okay. Roll uh, athletics or acrobatics, whichever you choose. What's, I don't care. What is the jump rule, right? It's your strength score. In feet and oh, I guess there you go. That but it's multiplied too. by something. But uh, yeah, I just I would just make it. It's probably much more of a. Yeah. If I roll, there's a much more chance that I'll fail as opposed to just being able to jump X number of feet. Well, I think that it's strength is not my shit. Long jump is. Well, it's five feet. I'll jump. I'll, I can jump five feet <laughs> without without can. moving. I make a roll. <laughs> I couldn't even. Jump what do you know? Five. It's fucking garbage. I got plus five. acrobatics. What's that? Are you kidding me? It's a ten. Okay. You're and not proficient? Not in acrobatics or fucking uh, or, or athletics. Uh, athletics is a fucking plus zero. As I'm saying, what are the jump rules? Because uh, I should be able to just fucking jump five feet. I'm looking up jump rules. Unless Nikki I wants to teleport me back down the bone <laughs> dust. Which is fine. You don't know where the other two pounds go. I could reset. Fuck! I don't, oh, well, I'm no. jumping over the one that I think I know where it goes. <laughs> no, Dr. Arjun's <laughs> Jackie is still propped up on the side. Oh, no. Um, uh, I think it's, it's your strength mod or three plus your strength mod. Look, if I'm like a level fucking 16, what, 16 oh, epic hero. You're level 17 now, all of you. Oh, oh, wait, no way. Way. Oh, if you're going to tell me the level yes. 17 epic god warrior can't jump five that I can't jump five feet <laughs> when Andy can jump five feet, one, I can break oh, a leg and jump five feet. Oh, okay? Oh, no. it's your strength score. Oh, holy shit. Yeah, well, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> you can literally jump 10 feet. <laughs> 11. Fuck you. <laughs> I hop, skip, and a jump over the yeah, fucking sure. thing. And I do a sweet spin move in the air and, and flip off the professor while I do it. <laughs> Did you move 10 feet immediately before the jump? <laughs> yeah, I would say with with that, I don't think any of you could fail this except for Jinteki, who is unconscious. So and you will the, need to figure out what you're going to do about that. What do we do of... The, with the dead girl. She's dead. Do we just leave her? Like, we should give um, her a proper send-off as it is our fault that she has perished. Should we reconvene with Sergei with her? Maybe we can bury her somewhere. Just toss the dead girl. I don't feel comfortable burying her next to Spadanius. Perhaps but. we can take her to the mansion and transport her humanely. Mm-hmm. And perhaps we should also it may be wise to bring Jinteki there as well. I think you're right. As Aww, less fun as that would be for me. Oh my goodness. So so I'm so good at tier one level now. Oh, oh, look at that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
sunrise. Oh, thank great. you. And uh, who else is on there? Mr. Shifty Cloak, who is our guest on the League of Legends podcast. Oh, hey. yeah. Hello, hello. hello. I'd yeah, no, sub I myself, but I hate this stream. <laughs> oh, <laughs> fuck you, oh. Rude dude. Rude dude. I kid. Oh, I get another uh, thing. Yes, I would very much like to get Jinteki to safety. Perhaps, Professor, do you think it would be wise? Uh, yes, I believe now would be a proper time. Uh, I'll open up. Magnificus, uh, please, take him down. You I'll open, give you privacy. You open your, your crate, and you immediately hear... Oh, are you home already? I want to tell you, hello, and you see her little head poke out. You see Arabelle's head poke out. She doesn't fully come out, but she looks at you. Did you know that you have like a really extensive library? Of course I do, I'm a wizard. That's so, kind of my thing. I'm reading a book about the birds and the bees, but it's not actually saying anything about birds or bees. I'm going to need you to explain this to me. Well then, not quite now. Maybe another time. <laughs> I will finish um, reading it then, but I have a lot of questions. All right. Well, read as much as you'd like, and well, you know, why knowledge are you in power. the creepy-looking tomb thing? Oh my gosh, is that a white? I'm going to go back inside. Just, be safe, and, and Tana will be down in a second. I will pick up Jinteki, and I will follow oh. her down the... <laughs> no. Uh. No. 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 Master, no. we'll no. take you to safety now, Master. Please hold on. I've been in a dungeon for two years. <laughs> I, I promise, Master, oh this is not God. a dungeon. This is safety. Oh. Would you want a cushiony bed? I'll set up your favorite little fountain in the corner with a, um, I'll, I'll let you borrow my calligraphy pen that you gifted me back in in uh, Inari. <laughs> yes, he looks at his hands are Gnarled. Totally <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Huh? <laughs> okay. Oh, God. Oh, and he doesn't fall down the stairs. He Oh my god. <laughs> I so carry her down the stairs after Arabelle and I explain to her like the literal birds and the bees. Back home in Inaria, Arabelle, the bees are very thick and, and, and fluffy, and this is what they do from flower to flower. And I will just literally talk about pollination. Oh, okay, like that's really cool, but I just don't know how to make honey because I asked, um, I can't remember his name. I think it was Prudence. I asked him to go and to make me a beehive. And now there are lots of wild bees in the other room and I don't want to open the door because when I did, I got stinged by one of the bees. And so I was trying to read a book on how to do beehives so that they could make honey because I want to... Oh, I'm saying this really loud. I want to make a jar of honey for um, for Professor Clayton when he comes back to the house to thank him for letting me stay here. But now the bees are angry and I don't know how to feed them. Okay, well, um, are the bees all over the house? or? Well, yeah, someone? in most rooms. So I hope he's not allergic, but okay, I will show you where he's going to sleep. <laughs> oh, I'm allergic. I... <laughs> How much further is it to get out of the case? <laughs> Let the professor know we got a bee problem. <laughs> Hurry up, there's no time! Arabella, show me to the least bee infested room that there you have. Okay. The pool will also do. Yeah, no, that's okay too, but 
Like, if you sleep in water, you'll die. So, no, we're not going to the pool. Anyway, let's go. And so she shows you, and you do notice that as you look, there are bees on occasion buzzing around, sitting on lamps. Um, they, none of them sting you, but they seem to be coming from somewhere. I do my very best. Uh, having been in the fields of Inari and we probably would have had a couple of beekeeping hives kind of away from the city uh, to just remain calm and just like comfort Jinteki as he's groaning in my arms and uh, if one lands on me I just kind of do you bring my EpiPen (laughs) (laughs) nah man price that shit's up 400% you're (laughs) fucked I got your EpiPen right here Jackie, I do. They actually lowered the cost. They kept the cost of EpiPens in the state of Minari. So I was able to afford you an EpiPen. Okay, so like, this is the thing too. So like, here is the room he can sleep in. The bed is already made. And you know, if you light a really big fire, the bees don't like the smoke. But once I start coughing, I have to leave. You are smoking the rooms? Yeah, because the bees don't like the smoke, so they leave the room. But then once the room gets really smoky, then Arabelle has to leave the room, too. So... Into the bees. Well, <laughs> right. And I will, uh, I will like, set Genteki down on, like, an armchair and make sure there's no bees on it. And then I'll, like, go through his covers and just kind of slowly open them and kind of um, help a couple of the bees out that I find under the pillows. Yeah, you do that. Just like, just like gently, I'm like on the pretend windowsill that are that's here looking. Yeah, out it the looks pretend. beautiful. You can see from the window. It looks to be the the coastline of Brieg, and uh, it's beautiful. But you know, if you were to open it up, it would be simply the wooden walls of the case. Yeah. But from here, the illusion is lovely. So I make sure the bed is clean, and then I pick up Jinteki and I lay him in the bed, and I tuck him in, um, and I turn to Arabelle and I say, Arabelle, this is my master, Master Jinteki. He is very, very hurt and has been in a dungeon for the last two years in Stradanya's hold. Please take good care of him. He is very weak and has taught me much about... Well, I will play doctor with him then because I have the case now in the nurse outfit. So I will use the wacky knee thing on him to make him feel all better. <laughs> two hours later, Jinteki has no recaps. <laughs> I know that the wacky knee thing is what you need to do if someone is sick. And oh, I could put the thermometer in his butt. Do not do not do that. That would be very That's what you do with dogs. You put that weird little stick in their butt and if it turns red, you know they're gonna die. I understand, Arabella. My master of 20 years is not a dog. Uh, but I appreciate Please your... Just don't put anything Just don't put anything in and around his butt hole. Thank you. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, That's fine. I've learned a lot about the butthole in this book about bees and bears. <laughs> oh, I see. Well, or bees, birds. Bees and, and sticks do that not belong do anywhere near the butthole. Okay, shorter. All right. As for the bees, uh, I may have some suggestions for you. And so I, like, kind of tuck Jinteki in and I lead her out of the room. And just for, like, 15 minutes, we'll just go in the kitchen. I'll, uh, I'll hang up, like, I'll get some towels wet and I'll hang them up, like, around the house so that the bees will kind of swarm to them to drink from them. And then I'll like set up little like bowls of like sweet juice or something for them to drink out of uh, to help kind of keep it confined to certain areas rather than them all flying mm-hmm. around all over the place. 
Connoisseur is taking a while. Why don't we continue as she talks about masturbation? So we're just going to go as she's putting like sugar water off. Connoisseur is taking a long time. Perhaps we should have sent the dead girl with her. We'll just stand here. We haven't done anything with her yet. I thought Stephen, weren't you going to take her down? Oh, someone was. No one volunteered. I'll take her. To do what? To have her safely ensconced so we can travel without her impeding us. It, 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 in a random fucking crypt here? Or, or, or is that what the plan is? I'll carry her. No, we're going to carry her into this into the, the mansion in my case. Oh, dear Garrett. Into the Azran estate. You hit your head. Oh, my God. Yeah, I hit my head. I hit my arms. I got eaten by whites. I'm not exactly fucking happy right now. But I'll carry the poor dead girl wherever the fuck you want. No, no, no. I'll do it. Thank you. I think that's fair. Magnificus and the case will open back up to the mansion. I'll Uh, scoop her up um, and carry her down into the mansion. You walk into the mansion and just as you enter, you see a swath of bees fly by you as they head down the hallway directly towards a large uh, vat of sugared water that Kana is putting on one of the side tables. As you watch, as they're around them, Arabelle's looking up at all of the bees in wonder. You are for real like a bee whisperer. This is so cool. Oh, and watch this, and I'll take out my flute, and I'll like play a, like a slow, like a high-pitched tune. Ouch. It'll, it'll hopefully sound nice. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Oh, sorry. And I'll just put it away. <laughs> That's like a really loud noise for a hallway. <laughs> I play it quite often. You're going to disturb the bees. <laughs> Do you know what happens when you make them mad? Well, I'm trying to make them happy with it. Look! Time. And she shows you her arm. She's got like 15 bee stings. Oh, no, Arbel. It's like really bad. Oh. oh Don't no. make them mad, Should okay? Put, do you, would you like me to put some mice on that? No. <laughs> Should no. we bandage it and put some ointment maybe on it to reduce the swelling? No. Well, it, it, I see. Shit. <laughs> Would you like some ice cream? No, yeah, okay. Oh, hi, Victoria. What are you doing in here? Why are you... Ca- oh. What's that? Uh, this is a young girl. She... Not anymore. Yes, that's right. She needs a place to rest. Okay, but there are bees in every single room, so... That's okay. Yeah, I guess she won't feel it. I'm gonna go get ice cream. You should probably go back and do whatever you're doing because it was so much more fun in here before you ruined it with your dead people and your really sick old man. <laughs> so <laughs> 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 You must are just sitting here. Like, I'm, I'm still like leaning up against the stone. I'm just leaning up against the stone wall unless you're telling me to go somewhere fucking else. <laughs> oh, Did I ever tell you the story of King Akantamun? Let me uh, stop you right fucking there. I got a better one. I believe I recall you picking up some sort of a staff. If you could maybe explain Describe to me in great detail the way that you gripped the staff. And and the more explicit and vulgar, the better. Some people who are watching us might get some gifts. 
But if I'm not, if I'm not rightfully disgusted, then I, then who am I to say? Are you saying someone's watching us right now? That's exactly what I'm saying. As we speak. I thought we were presuming that the Countess was very likely watching us. At all times. Well, would you like to grip the staff? No, I'd like to tell you, I'd like you, for you to tell all of us how you grip the staff. Shepard, we were already there. We both, we all- Oh no, I would like to hear it Did you forget? Did you hit your- Well, I just held it like this. Are you sure that's all you did? Shepard, I- You didn't see it shining in the crypt light. You weren't enticed by the way that you might have done a little manum, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I do like to do a little manum. I grab Shepard's head as he has his hat off. Ah, and I think stand and be like, Shepard, follow my finger. Stop it, stop it, stop it. I want to get some Jack. Damn it. <laughs> Professor, all I'm saying is that there might be in it for some other people. If you were to give me a vulgar story about that uh, staff. I mean, there's nothing really vulgar about it. It's just, a, it's just a, a rod. Are you saying that you would like me to grip the rod here? I just want to hear about how you did. <laughs> I don't understand what you're saying. Well, that's really a shame. I would. I, I strongly mind. advise that you allow me to take it's, a look I at your head. It's fine. I just thought that maybe, you know, no, there's probably going to be some trauma. disappointed people. That's all I'm saying. Not a big deal. It's fine. It's fine. I need a drink. Ah, my head. It's fine. Don't worry about it. We're good. We're good. So should I put the rod away then? Where the fuck are the women? <laughs> so I'm going to find an empty room somewhere and lay lay the scroll. Um, you do. There are rooms bed. easily enough. Um, I'm finishing my bagel. I'm going to just kind of sit her sit her down on the bed, close her eyes, and kind of cross her arms um, you know, over her. And I'm going to begin to pray to my God over her um, and kind of taking like the sharp side of my prayer beads. I'm going to slice my, my palm in prayer to her and just kind of place my hand on her heart and praying and apologize to her. Um, in doing that, I will use a charge of my beads to regain a spell slot through what's it called? Suffering of the broken God. You do that. Mm -hmm. So you need to roll your die to see what spell slot you regain. Ah. <clears throat> Uh, three, I get a second level spell slot back. Very nice. Die you. I'll be waiting outside for her to... Sorry for killing you, lady. Um, Arabelle's standing out there as well, and she's like tapping her foot. I'm pretty sure I'm supposed to get ice cream because I got stinged by the bees. Well, once, uh, once Miss Victoria is done, we can go get you some ice cream. I'll return it. Okay. Why do you think Shepard's so obsessed with how I grip my rod with my magical hand. <laughs> I'm just confused as to why you won't regale us with the story. You were talking about old king so and fuck, and nobody gives a fuck about that. People often want to be titillized, if you know what I'm saying. I well, I just I grip it magically. That's it. That's all you got for well, me. Well, I, I suppose that I looked at the knob at the top, and oh, that one. Oh, the one where I gently inserted the knob into the slot. Please tell us more. And there was that magical explosion or something. Else. I can't quite recall. It was how, how a long it, time ago. It was at least 10 minutes. But how did it make you feel? Oh, it made me feel very nice. <laughs> very nice indeed. Oh, that's it. Just very nice. Oh, what very nice. Happening? <laughs> I have no idea what you're doing. <laughs> I'm trying. I missed something. I missed some memo. 
look, all I'm saying is once upon a time in Avengers history, somebody asked a certain dwarf what it was like to grip the Ganges great fucking warhammer. I, I knew what you were And all I'm down. saying is that there might be something in it for somebody else. If the professor were to regale us about a story about the time he polished a knob real good while we're waiting for the ladies. Oh, well then yes, I polished the knob vociferously. <laughs> you know what? I am, I am shocked, appalled, and disappointed. But for vociferously, I think we might be able to do something. Shepard, I, perhaps I could regale you of a tale as well. Oh, no. oh wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. Did you say you had a story too? I, I do, I do. Thank you, Andy. Thank you, Andy. And so once there was a little bee, do you see the little bee over here? It is buzzing. I don't know, do and I? And as you yes. look, there's actually then, a little bee there because one flew out when the case had been opened. Yeah, all right. That is apropos. And then it was in this field. And then do you see the bee? And yeah. then it went over to the field nearby. Yeah. Okay, and then and I'm like really intently like looking in your eyes, and <laughs> one's like going over here. <laughs> now, now then it would decide to fly up to a tree. Yeah, and then it was down to the ground. The store's not very good. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then I'll I'll kind of like squint a little bit, and uh, then uh, he got eaten by a sparrow because that is the circle of life. And they lived happily ever after what the, the end. Fuck, no one was dead. dead. Damn it. <laughs> I believe it's good. I, I believe Shepard is fine. Professor, I believe you suck. I've read stories. that a, a strong smack to the head can cause undue aggression. Oh look, Victoria's back. Weird. She came out of nowhere. <laughs> Inappropriate sexual suggestion. Yes. Well, he did seem quite beat up when I found him in the tomb. And with that, you are able to make your way out. Arabelle gets her ice cream. You have laid the two um, sick folk to rest, or dead folk to rest. And, she, she real sick. <laughs> she ain't coming back. She's taking a She's long rest. Um, and so you are, you have now, you have now joined together, still standing in Stradonia's tomb. Thank you, for, Professor, for letting me lay down my master. Yes. Yes. Is everybody all right? I do have to admit that you have a bee problem. It's very poor ventilation. What? So a I, bee problem? I don't understand. Uh, perhaps she's referring to my the wonderful bee story. Oh. Sana, it is anything but a problem. <laughs> Shepard was very entertained. And your story was anything but wonderful. <laughs> no, but I must insist, there are hordes of bees. I think Arabelle was trying to learn how to be a beekeeper. They're flying all over your rooms. Oh, she's telling you tall tales. Let's go. I saw them with my own eyes. <laughs> Professor, had... there are quite a lot of bees. I don't know. Where, where are the bees? Everywhere. It, that's quite right. Everywhere. 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 I don't see a single bee. There oh, no, there's case. one. But... Yes. <laughs> I highly doubt there's bees going. down here. Okay. I still attempt to fucking right. jump over the fucking thing. <laughs> 30, 40 minutes ago. Oh, yeah. I jump over the fucking bed. You do. You do. I need you to roll a D2. Let me know if it's heads or tails. Oh, no. Evens or odds. Evens or heads. Tails or odds. Odds. So, Uh, tails. Okay. You jump over, and as you look, you see the white coming at you, but he turns and heads down another one of the hallways. Uh... He seems to be patrolling. 
I'm going to move up a little bit. Everybody just be careful. Watch out for the fucking red X. I pressed it to chase in the last 6,000 years. I want for it. <laughs> in the last 10 whole minutes, I'll jump over. You <laughs> say so you're all easily now that you're not un- now that you're not encumbered by bodies, you are able to leap over. We'll go to where we believe Sergei will. You, you go towards the middle where you remember that you were planning to meet him. Just as you see, he is cresting over the stairwell up from his parents' tomb. <clears throat> My apologies that it took so long for me to air out my thoughts with my parents, but what we plan to do here is something that I could not find the words to say. But you all, you look like hell, Shepard. Uh, I got a little beat up. It's all right. There's a lot of fucking danger down here. Yes. But right. we're all right. Are you Okay. I am fine. Physically, emotionally, I am exhausted, and I think I could use a night's rest if we could find our way to whatever room my sister has decided to put us up into. It's the fucking easiest way back. We should should find the the little mongrel. Yes, we should find Clarence. What was his name? Uh, I don't think it was Clarence. It wasn't Clarence. Call him Thomas. I'm going to get... Jarvis? No. Jumbo. No, certainly not. Is everyone below you just that unimportant? You can't even remember his name. His name is Shepard. You remember his name. That's unimportant right Cyrus. now. Cyrus. 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 That's right. Not it's, it's Cyrus like Silas. Of course I remember it's that. It's in this moment that you hear the clanging of armor loud. Oh boy. As you can hear something is running in your direction. As all of you turn to look and you see your revenant friend running directly towards you. <laughs> Sir Klutz. Oh, oh, holding oh. a... A skeletal arm in his hand. Ah, oh, the fell knave! Sadly, I could not save your friend Shepard. And he lays the arm down in front of you. Hey! He is. I'm right here! Then who is he? Beats the fuck out of me. Did you go down in the crib and fish one of those out? I killed like 50 of them. I did, friend. Yes. So you did nothing. I brought you the remains of your friend. You tried. Very well done. Admirable. So, 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 so Klutz, yes. yes. right here. What task do you present before me? Well, I hear there's a very bad bee problem in, in the mansion. So maybe you take care of that for me. I will do just that, friend. And he bows in front of you. many bees down there. Hey, so hey, hey, so hey, you're hey. going to open the case and let him down I'm there? I'm going to open the case hey, and let him down. Hey, before you go down there. If you walk in a room that looks like an Outback Steakhouse, you stay the fuck out. Perhaps may be the first time. Good day. Good day. Good day. Good day. Good day. We will Good day. need your services Good later. Day. Good day. Good day. And he begins oh, to make his way God. down the stairs. Bees! I will be your bane. And then he walks in the door. Oh Did we just witness Professor haunting his own house? <laughs> 
<laughs> that's an interesting way to put oh it. Oh my god. We can't have him clanging around behind us the it's whole time. That's absolutely right. I fear he'd give us away in an instant. Yes. So I think that just let's keep it let's he'll be fine in there. Hopefully. Hopefully, hopefully yes, yes. Uh anyway, we should go find our friend Cyrus and have him lead us mm-hmm. to our rooms. Perhaps we can also put Cyrus in the mansion as well. <laughs> Like all of the other characters. <laughs> 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 but this knight has sworn his fealty to us. Uh, you are awfully trusting, Professor, to let a ghost that we've met 15 minutes prior <laughs> into your, your home where there are children, a sick old man, and a, a corpse. Well, I'm sure it'll be fine. And bees, of course. <laughs> we need all the help we can get, Sonax. That is your... That is a risk that you must take. I'm sure it'll be fine. <laughs> I turn around and I start walking towards, uh, down this hallway back where I feel like we could remember where we saw Cyrus. I would say you it, it's easy enough for you to make your way, uh, to backtrack. You pay attention to the different areas that you, um, that you had triggered traps and things as you make your way back up the stairs and into the room, back into the adjoining guards room, down the hallway and directly towards the room that you remember to be the room that Cyrus had lived in. Mm. The door is shut. The rooms around you are quiet. You listen, but you hear a faint sound of rustling coming from his bedroom. I'll knock and Cyrus. <clears throat> busy, busy. Um, uh, two minutes, one minute, 30 seconds. Uh, 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 10, 10 seconds. Uh, and you wait. All of a sudden you hear the door open and you see Cyrus standing there. He is now wearing a, it looks like it's sewn together pieces of cloth and a rough approximation of a, uh, a night coat, a hat on his head that looks to be uh, part top hat, part um, tricorn hat and part beret that he's fashioned together with a tassel of mixed mashed threads on his head. He has a, um, a long, a, a long pipe in his mouth. Yes. <laughs> mm, the mistress. He yes, bows out for you. Uh, I was ready. laying my head down for sleep. I can see that. Lovely dressing gowns. Oh, this old thing. <laughs> Thank you, mistress. Yes, yeah, it does look old and worn. <laughs> Thank you, Liz. Repulsive, isn't it, as well? <laughs> Cyrus, can you take us to our our bedroom. Oh, to your room! To your room! Yes, Cyrus, take you. You follow then. We will. Thank you, Cyrus. Second, 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 mistress. And he turns around, he leaves the door open. You can see his room is in absolute shambles as he moves towards the side and grabs a large lantern. Uh, Not nearly as large as as Shepard's, but... um, Yes. Um, but it, it's not nearly of the same make. You can see that it is carved to look like a rib cage. The candle inside of it, made of some kind of fatty wax, is slowly burning. As he lifts it, you can smell almost like burning hair, burning flesh emanating off of this lantern as he as he holds it out to you. It will be dark. We must go. As he begins to move and make his way uh, out of the room and towards an open hallway. You will follow. You will stay close, yes. 
Old Grabbins, follow Cyrus. Yes. 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 Is this follow. required? Well, I have my case. I mean, I have my. I'll lantern. sit in the back. Let's Man. all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Can I grab my hand? I mean, I could, but then I have to let go of Victoria's hand. Why are you being weird? I've seen the case float before. Yeah, but then I, I, if someone snatches it away, I might lose it. Oh, I might shoot them? <clears throat> well, there might be a, a like a, a quick little ghost that, that runs away with Sorry, you. Sorry, switch spots with me. The professor doesn't want to hold my hand. <laughs> Very well, Shepard, yes. Also, You're both uh, holding something, so give me a damn hand. You can hold my hand. I choose Sarnax. <laughs> Shepard, you can hold my hand whenever you care to. Who, Thank you. Who will hold my hand? Well, no, I got the other one. Oh. It's fine. Okay. You bring up the rear, make sure we're good. Okay. Then it's me. Then it's Sarnax. He's got the lantern. The professor has the case. He's got Victoria's hand, and Victoria's got the weird-looking mongrel folks' hand as well. Oh, I don't think I need to, to hold go. his hand. You got to I think he requested that's that That's what he asked for. Oh, I see. I will just keep my weapon. I'll just Are we all good? You begin to make your way across the hallway. It's dimly lit as you follow behind Cyrus. And then he opens a door leading down another dark hallway. You can see at the very end, a spiral staircase beginning to ascend higher up into the castle. You all begin to move forward. As you reach the middle of the room, all of you step down and you feel the floor almost buoyant as it jolts down for a second and Cyrus looks at all of you. <laughs> Going up! I need you all to roll a constitution saving throw. Oh as God. all of a sudden around you, you feel the floor move and you look You look as out of the floor where unless you were looking for it, you wouldn't see. There are these small indentations where bars shoot up out, encircling you, trapping you in this uh, in this small cube overhead, you see there's one small opening as this thing begins to shake and begins to rise. As it begins to gain speed and speed and speed, you are definitely going up. Eight. Con? Yes. Uh, I fail. 29. 18. Ooh. 17. 18. Just me. You begin... You begin to look around you in panic as this thing begins to move and rise. You are on some sort of rickety elevator as you're being as you're being risen up, and it's all of a sudden smoke begins to fill the room. You begin to breathe it in. You start to feel lightheaded. Whatever this is is overcoming you. All of you are able to shake this off, except for Shepard. You fall unconscious. Shepherd. I need you all to roll for initiative. Oh, okay. Are you kidding? No. What? what the fuck? Wait, 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 wait. Like, so I'm at zero hit points? Or did you pass out? No, you're, 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 you're asleep. Yeah. Okay. So you're okay. unconscious. I just want to make sure. Who are we fighting? Yeah, you're still holding your hand. Oh, oh. man. Shepherd. I like drop to my knees and my face like, slaps across the stone. I'm out cold. I'm using And I need you to Should roll for initiative as well. Okay. Yes. Uh, you watch as the walls rush past you. Shepard is asleep at your feet. You can feel this thing moving beneath you. There is nothing above you, just solid moving stone beneath you. Oh my god. <clears throat> and we don't, we see nothing, you like, see nothing. actively. And oh, you also notice that you also watch as Cyrus falls completely unconscious. Okay. Oh no. Um, ooh. Did he, did we just get bamboozled by this 
primitive creature. No, I don't think it was his fault. I'll bend down and shake Shepard and try to awaken him. All right, you were able to wake a, uh-huh. you were able to wake Shepard. Ah, but fuck. that is your turn, Clayton. Uh, get up, get up! I'm gonna, I'm gonna grab uh, Cyrus and I'm gonna shake him awake. You do that. Where are they? Where? What, 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 what have you done? And I'll just yell at him. He looks around and he is he is monstrous. Where are we? He actually <laughs> he actually goes before um, he actually goes before uh, Sarnax um, and Shepard. What the fuck? Um, I'm looking through my spell list quick to see if there's anything that I can do. I don't think there is. Shit here. Um, so, fuck. I, can I? I'd like to start looking around the elevator to see if there is a place where this smoke is pouring out. If there's anything uh, distinguishing about it, like I, I want to, inv- I want to take a deep look at the, check. at the at the elevator. Mm-hmm. Not great, unfortunately. Uh, Is it ten or higher? It was a seventeen. Oh, not great, <laughs> Jesus Christ! You you look around and you see that the the smoke appears to be billowing up over the sides. You you feel at the walls they're slick with moisture. There is just a hair between whatever this thing is that you're on and the walls. There's not enough room for anything but this mist to pour out of. As you feel around on the ground and you notice it, there's a trap door in the very center of this floor. Uh, if I haven't used my action, I'd like to see if I can open it up. You, um, let me make sure you don't have to do anything more. No, you, because you see it, you can, you are able to open it up. You open up this trap door and you look down and you see that you are standing on top of a compartment. This compartment has a stone floor, the portcullis that 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 rose up as you rose up. It's connected to the sides. It's like a, a cage suspended a, along this shaft as it's heading straight up and you are standing directly on top of it. That is your turn, however, Kana. Um, I see him looking down in the trap door. I want to run over to see if there's any controls that I can leverage or pull or anything like that. Perception <laughs> check. Hmm. My character. Uh, perception would be a 19. You look around and you see no controls. Um, do I feel like uh, we're all barred in? We can't get You're anything You're not barred out? in. So okay. you saw the portcullis raise up. Okay. And then as the as the floor lifted up, it went past the bars of the portcullis, which seemed to attach to the underside. So for, for all intents and purposes, to make it as visually um, realistic, or to make it as understandable as possible, you're essentially on the top of an elevator. On top of oh. it. So there's an oh, elevator okay. that is shooting straight up, and you are standing on the roof of it. Shepard found good. a trap door <laughs> on the roof. You can look down into the elevator, but you are standing on top of it. Is it my turn just to look to see if there are controls, or can I no. have more? Oh, I can keep helping. So a perception check, you get a free one of those, or an investigation, but then you have an action. I'll, I can see that he's opened the trap door. Mm-hmm. I'm going to see if I can jump down or like look first to see if it's safe to jump down and see if I can do anything inside the elevator. Uh, I will say you can look into it and see that there doesn't appear to be anything into it. You can use your turn to jump into the elevator as opposed to being on top. But it looks safe that I can... It looks just as safe as being on top of it. But there's a floor. at least There is a floor. So I will will jump down into the end of the shaft. You do that. 
Um, it is Cyrus's turn. He looks around at all of you. <laughs> yes, go up! As he also jumps down into the elevator. I'll... Sarnax. I'll look at him as I... Is it a full turn to get in the elevator, right? Yes. You better not be trying to kill us, creature, and I'm gonna jump in. Okay. Begins to shake and ascend even faster and faster and faster and faster. Victoria, what are you gonna do? I'm gonna gather my skirts and jump down. Okay, Clayton. I'll do the same. I'll fall behind. Shepard. And then seeing everybody make it in safely, I'm going to do a, a you know, one deft movement, slide in and pull the, uh, the thing calls behind me. Okay, you do Rapid. that, Kana. It's your turn. Yep. You're inside the elevator, inside the elevator. As you watch Shepard do this, he pulls it down. A mere split second later, you feel as the, as the elevator slams into the ceiling where you had just been, if you had not found the trap door, if you had not jumped in, who knows what would have happened as your body smashed between the top of the elevator and the floor above you. The entire thing shakes, you're lurched forward, you feel sick to your stomach as uh, Cyrus writes himself and looks all around at all of you. <sighs> yes, go up. Did you know that was going to happen? Cyrus, tell us now. So close to <laughs> Did you do that on purpose? What? Yes. Take you to a room. Ride shaft up. Sarnax, I'm gonna break his fucking jaw. Why? I help get here fast. Could take stairs. Take hours. Perhaps. Take shaft. There's get time. Quick. <laughs> I cast zone of truth. Yes. And uh, it's a DC seventeen. At 18 saving? He fails. Uh, I'll, uh, perhaps you will answer my good friend Shepard's questions. Yes. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna snatch him up by the ear. Ouch, pull him up. ouch, ouch, ear, ouch. You know that was gonna ouch. fucking happen. Ouch, yes, 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 go up, go up, ouch. You intentionally put us in danger. No, ouch, ouch, go up to room, ouch. Here, upon hearing that, I'll let him go. Why didn't you put us inside of the elevator? Can't get inside elevator except room on, except door on top. Have to get on top to get in. And you just fell unconscious because of the gas. So oh, sleep gas. Most time not get Cyrus, but this time did get Cyrus. Fuck. You could have died, Cyrus. Mm, hurt very, very bad when elevator snaps. Have you been uh, hurt by the elevator before? Yes. Yours. You're saying that the sleep gas is a common, just a baked-in feature with this elevator. Yes! For what purpose? Mm, I don't know. I like it. So had we all fallen asleep, <laughs> we all would have been crushed against oh, the ceiling. Oh, yes, it would have been very bad. Blood runs sort. down the shaft in pain. That would have been some end of the campaign. Fucking hell. Yeah, it would have been really enthusiasm. Bomb. Cyrus, no more surprises. There was no surprise. You want to go to room, I take you to room. Fuck! Are there any more we'll surprises like this that we can expect? Many. Can you show us? No. <laughs> well, can you please just lead us to our rooms? Mm, you choose now. You go up or you go out. Excuse oh. me? Yes. We can go farther up. You go up or you go out. Well, where are our rooms? Up or out. All right, hold up. 
I'm assuming we're not in any kind of a time crunch. So let's all just <laughs> crunch. Poor choice. <laughs> Regardless. Thank you. I don't think I want to keep heading upwards. I agree. Just based on whatever the fuck that device was that we saw way in the fucking basement. Oh, device? What device did it make the pain? I wasn't talking to you. Sorry. Thank you. Which device Welcome. are you referring to? The one, the one with the, the, the hourglass and the sand and the, and the, yes. and the riddle. Yes. Did you get hit in the face by horsemen? Sorry. I wasn't talking to you. Sorry. But did you get hit it's, in the face by the horsemen's? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go it mentioned me. something about even higher and up high. And I don't think we want to go there yet. We should get some rest before we investigate. I agree. Correct. So how do we get out? Well, if you'll excuse me, and I take one step off the ele- elevator. You do that. With my hat off, and I make a grandiose motion for the rest to follow me. I'll you're, follow you're right going behind. Forward. I, uh, you I say, a gentleman. I want to stop uh, uh, Cyrus before he leaves the zone of truth. And I want to ask him, uh, where has the Mistress Stradania gone to? Mistress Stradania goes wherever she pleases. She does not tell Cyrus. Who does she tell? No one. Who else works here? Everyone that's in the castle. Who is everyone else? Um, I don't know names. Kana, perhaps um, this may help us. And I'll drop Zona. <laughs> We should probably not presume we can get any answers from this pathetic excuse for life. You can get lots of answers from me. I'm just not informed on the castle. I make sculptures of bone. Let us all retire for the evening. I have jiggling keys. Yes. I'll follow Shepard out of the elevator. You step out of the elevator and you find yourself... In a room, a, a, a rectangular square room. There appears to be nothing here. Walls on all sides, no doors, no windows. You can feel the cold, dank air spilling up out of the shaft below, and you know that should the elevator move down, that that's the direction it would go, and there'd be a dark shaft there leading deep down into who knows how far. But from where you're standing, all you see in front of you is the opening of the elevator that got you here and three stone walls. What do you do? Well, I'll admit I might have been a bit hasty. Well, let's take a look around. I will investigate. Could someone help me, please? Of course. I'll be I investigate the room. Do you? Are you going to tell me what you got? Oh, should I make a roll? Yeah, of course. It's not like we're playing a game. Well, I just don't want to presume that I need to make a roll. Uh, let's see. Skills. It's pretty good. Uh, investigation. Uh, pretty good. Well, that's, pretty uh, good. that's a 28. You begin to feel along the walls. And on the northern wall, you see the faint outline of what appears to be a door hidden within the brick. Ah! I thought so. There's a hidden door right here. And I'll kind of feel around. How do we trigger it? I just try to push on it or I look for a handle. You look for a handle and you see none. 
Mm-hmm. Cyrus, how do we get through this door? Mm-hmm. Magics. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll try knocking. You knock, oh. and you hear you hear that there's a hollowness. You knock there, and then on another, you can feel that there is an opening here. But the motion of knocking doesn't seem to doesn't seem to open the door for you. Are you able to open the door, Cyrus? No, <laughs> I've never been in there. <sighs> is this entire castle going to be a horror show parlor? Yes. <laughs> I could have told you that, Sarnax. Yeah. Give me some time. I'll ritually cast Detect Magic. You do that. You can tell that there is some kind of secret door here that seems to be... um, that seems to be able to be opened, but it would require the use of a knock spell. I'll give you that. Well, I haven't learned all my spells from leveling up. I could learn that one, but that seems like quite weird. I have four spell scrolls that I didn't write down what spells they are. <laughs> all of that seems black cheap. Uh, let me see what... Uh... Cyrus, with a proper use of leverage and force, could I cause the door to break free? Do you think you could? I could certainly try. Yeah, but you would fail. <laughs> Magics. I could try this. Augmentum. I'm going to try to cast a spell magic on the door to see if that You cast a spell magic and you feel around and there it doesn't <coughs> seem to have the effect that you were looking for. Shit. Yeah. And these are our quarters. Well, no. We don't know. Oh, it also sounds like we could go up, but I just didn't want to. I got a bad feeling about it. Call it what you would. Well, he said he hasn't been this way, so perhaps we are on the wrong track. It does stand to reason that the highborn would like to keep honored guests high above the lowly and the decrepit working staff. I just... I love crepits and tea. I believe she did say that our quarters would be in a tower as well. Yeah, I'm just worried about that damn hourglass, that's all. But if there's nowhere else to go but up, then I might as well just uh, lead the way, I suppose. I'll step back on the elevator. Okay, you do. I'll follow him. Everyone cover your mouths. I'll take like a handkerchief out of my uh, coat pocket or whatever. I'll put my helmet on. Okay. So what are you going to do? Well, uh, Cyrus, you mind taking us up? No, you go up. Excuse me? Back through the door. You go up. Do we just say the word? And it will take us that I think we need to climb back through the trap door. For you, will you say a thing and it happens? It's a magic elevator, is it not? No, it's a mechanical elevator. How is it activated? With the levers down below. Well, who activated it to start with? You did by weighing a lot of weights. I'll reach up and see if I can open up the trap door. You open the trap door, and as you look up, you expect to see a solid stone wall, but you're met with the handle of yet another trap door. What oh the my hell? fuck? And I'll, I'll try to jiggle that one, too. You jiggle you jiggle the knocker of the trap door, <laughs> and uh, it it is not locked, as it comes open easily. Sorax, get over here. Yes, Shepard. Yeah, get on all fours. For what purpose? Just do it. 
no, I don't think I'll be doing that shit. <laughs> I like grab him and I like push him down and like try to make him like like kneel down. Do you need a boost? Just yeah, just just get down. I'm gonna step into my head. <laughs> Damn it, it would have been cooler the other way. <laughs> and I'll like hold myself up and uh, try to go through the uh, trap <laughs> you come to a dark landing 10 feet wide and 20 feet long. A cold draft of wind rushes down the spiral staircase at the north end of the east wall and whistles mournfully through the room before streaming down the stairs to the south. An ornate square rug covers the floor to the south. Set into the west wall is an iron-bound wooden door with a wooden trap door set into the floor, which you are now standing on, uh, in front of it. Hanging on the north wall above the trap door is a framed portrait of a stunning, well-dressed woman with a serene yet penetrating gaze, which you look at and can tell that this is Stradania. This is this had to have been painted far before she'd she'd succumbed to vampirism. There's life to her cheeks, a warmthness, a faint smile. I'll basically laid down on my chest and reach back down through the uh, the, the, the trap door and say, uh, yeah, I know that was kind of mean. I just wanted to see if you'd do it. Uh, <laughs> send everybody up. I'll pull them up one by one and I'll get you last. All right, Sarnax? Sounds good to me, Shepard. I'll boost up and... Start trying to pull them through one by one and help them up through the, uh, the You help door. everyone up, and lastly, you're looking down at Cyrus standing there in the middle of the room. He looks up at you. I will not go. I will stay and wait in case you need me. Try, Cyrus. Are you not permitted to enter these nice quarters? I can, but the mean one drinks from me. Who is the mean one? The pretty one that's mean. That's ominous. Is that someone else is or the is that Stradania? I would never say something like that about Mistress Dejo. No, no, Mistress is good. Mistress is kind. He starts banging his head against the <laughs> iron bars. I immediately try to pad his bang. You're, and turn you're up upstairs oh, in the trap door. Cyrus. Yes, Cyrus. Yes, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Does the mean one live up here? Yet they all live up here. One day you live up here with them. Nah, fuck. Thank you, Cyrus. You stay yes. here. Goodbye. Good night. Good night. We'll see you again. I wonder if he means it to be one of the four we saw previously. Boom. One of the other brides, maybe, too. Yes. Possibly the one that wore the attractive-looking skull mask. All right, let's just keep our wits about us. Be careful. We're not alone. We know this. Yes. Let's continue. Is there only one way to basically go down the hallway, right? There isn't. There are three ways to go. You are standing. So many ways. You are standing in an open room. There is a there is a plush carpet on the floor in front of you. On one of the walls, the wall to the north, you see the large portrait of Stradania. Directly to the side of that, heading north, is a is a spiral staircase ascending up. To the southeast, you see a spiral staircase heading down. And directly towards the west, you see a door that leads into a room. I, I hate to say it, and, and I don't even know what the fuck I'm going to say Wait, here, but like that's the, fine. the problem is... Because that's north is the television. If danger lurks behind every fucking door here, and we just got to find a place to stay that's safe, that's under them. how are we going to know... That we found our rooms, or we ha- or we aren't just squatting somewhere random. 
I'm, perhaps there's like a welcome card that says the Azran expedition. Maybe we just find rooms to sleep in. Well, my point is we got to make a decision about that, Professor. I'm, I'm fine with the latter, as long as it's safe and we can all get a good night's sleep. Perhaps the door in front of us is the first logical option. Well, while I don't disagree, we head down. We might see what was stopping us from that uh, locked uh, uh, magic door. Not that I'm looking to go explore and I'm looking to find a safe place to lay my head for the night. Let's just see what's on this floor. If it doesn't look promising, we can choose another direction. I'm going to kind of uh, move my arm around in a circular motion, rub my shoulder and say, uh, uh, all right, if you say so. And I'll put one hand on uh, judgment and say, uh, through here. And I look at the professor. Yes, let's let's continue onward and then we can choose another floor if we need to. I'll try the handle. <clears throat> try the handle and you you don't fully try to open it, but just enough to grasp as to whether it's locked or not. You can tell that the door is not locked. I'll uh, I'll open it a crack and stick one tiefling eye. Let's see what's inside. You scan around the room. Just as you do so, thunder shakes the tower. Heavy beams groan under the weight of the ceiling. Three ornate lanterns hang by chains from these beams, each casting a dim glow. The curved west wall is fitted with three windows of leaded glass and steel latticework. A bookcase sits on the east wall behind two doors. Plush, overstuffed chairs and and couches are placed about the room. The fabric has faded with age and the patterns it depicts are nearly gone. And lounging on one couch is a handsome young man whose attire, while elegant, is worn and faded. He's shrouded in shadow. You can't get a firm look onto who or what he is. There's no movement from this form. I relate this to the group. Look at a whisper? Yeah, oh yeah. Is he alive? I don't know, is he? Can I, can I tell? Does he look from where you are and how dark it is, it's hard to tell. He, there's no movement from him at all. Yeah, I don't think he knows that we're here, but... Perhaps we should close the door. You give me the word, I'll... Why don't you sneak in and get some more information and come back and tell him? We'll, we'll keep an eye on you. He's not well. And if he spots me, then I just shoot him. No, you say, hello, who are you? We're looking for our rooms. Perhaps Professor should just walk in and do the same. No sneaking required. (sighs) All right. I'll put my hat back on. I'll open the door. And? Uh, Excuse me. Uh, Hello. Uh, Could you provide some assistance to us? We seem to be lost. You say this as lightning strikes yet again, and you see as the form rises from the couch, kicks one leg over the other as he slowly stands up. He flips the cloak back behind him, and you hear a, uh, a slight laughter as he peels back his teeth, and you can see sparkling white teeth, one fang on either side. Well, it took you long enough to get up here, don't you think? Does this gentleman look familiar? He does. Oh, God. He appears to be the masculine member of the four vampires you saw in Stradonia's tomb. You know, if you could just turn to mist like those of us of importance, you would have been here. But an hour ago. 
Who the fuck is this guy? My name is Esher. Come in. I've been keeping your room warm. Oh, Esher, it's a pleasure to meet you. Uh, we didn't get your names down in the catacombs, no. but... You didn't ask, either. No, it was an interesting experience. Your meal earlier was satisfactory? It was sufficient. Well, uh, we should sleep in this room right here. Well, if you prefer to recline on couches for the evening, then sure. If you'd like to retire to a bed, you could try the door on the opposite side of the room. Where are your friends? Here and there, doing what they do. It's not my job to keep tabs on them. It's important you know that. I won't keep tabs on you either. At least, not after I tire of you. Have you already recovered from the horrific burns of sunlight, creature of darkness? He, you look at him and you see, roll an intimidation check, you are just using shit. Jesus. Wow. Yikes. I'm not here to fuck down. Ooh. I mean, I probably don't have any proficiency at all. Wow, I have a lot of proficiencies. Um, that'll be a 17. You you watch as his face visibly cracks as he moves towards the shadows a little bit. <laughs> tisk tisk, is that a threat? No, simply asking if you were doing well. And I'll kind of uh, just move my arm a little bit and kind of just show the the symbol of Raven kind. He uh, like he hisses. It's a visible or an audible hiss as he shrinks back towards the couch. We're not playing games tonight. Not I wouldn't tonight. dare harm those that Shardanya finds to be so important for the ceremonies coming soon. Hmm. And I don't think she would be pleased to find you harming a hair on my head. Up until this one showed up, I was quite a prize in her eyes. Yes. <laughs> I suppose that's over. You laugh. Oh, yeah, sorry. My fault. Is that rude? Are you jealous? Jealous? <laughs> For the first time in a while, you're not the most attractive one in the room. Oh, that's funny. Uh, you'd, be, you'd be surprised. Not many people call me attractive. And I like, I like tap a horn. <laughs> he is quite reviled in some places in the world. Hey, easy now. <laughs> well, in Barovia, you fit right in. Why don't you take a seat? I've lacked companionship for a while. Uh, I will... Uh, and you see his eyes light up for just a moment. I will I will put a hand that was on Redemption more on my hip, and I will saunter on over and uh, plop myself down on the couch, take my hat off, and kick my boots up. Uh, uh, sorry. <laughs> well, this, this is uh, what we're doing then, eh? Yes. And you watch as he sinks down next to you, awkwardly close. You can, you where you would normally with anyone else, you would feel the warmth of their body, but he is pure cold. His form, his um, rock hard eight pack abs are nearly chiseled from stone. His blonde hair hanging down just slightly past his collarbones, slicked back at the top in his eyes almost ice-like, piercing gray. Oh no, I was gonna save that seat for so- Never mind, that's fine. 
Take a seat, well, friends. Let us enjoy the evening. I have news. Uh, all right, just right. right over here, and I'll motion to the empty couch. Yes. All right. This seat is taken. I'll put my hat down. <clears throat> Yummy. The, the rest of you? <laughs> little something, everybody. What? You thought Nikki was only going to hit on Kelsey? No. Absolutely not. <laughs> now Andy gets a taste. <laughs> so I'll, I'll sit down as well. What of your news? The preparations for the nuptials have come along tremendously. Tomorrow evening, promptly at eight, you are to be wed. Yes. Oh, I sense reluctance. Should I let the lady know? Absolutely not. It's none of your business. <laughs> going to be one of us soon. Should I take that to mean that you're a former mate? A current mate? Current mate. A favorite of the four? Hmm. Soon to be five. Unless she tires of one of the others. I see. Does that happen often? Oh, you would know better than anyone. You met them, didn't you? So, the Countess is married to all four of you? In so many words. Well, that's very... Lovely. I'm sure your ceremonies were all pleasant, just as Victoria's is sure to be. It will be a grand affair. The dress is quite lovely. You will be ravishing. And as he says it, you see as his fangs protrude just a little bit more. What is the wife and the bride that we saw in the crypt? Yes. What of them? Cast off. Boring. That, that would be my gift to you on the eve before you to be wed. Stay interesting or suffer the same fate. I suppose I should thank you, but I find you quite vile. Well, I'll thank you for that. Do you look forward to competing for the Countess's affections? Oh, yes. It's quite the game. Is it? One I've never lost. Yet? He looks at you and he meets his eyes with you. Yes, maybe so. And you think this one, this boring husk of a woman, could challenge me to Stradonia's affection? No, she doesn't have the fiery passion of others I've seen traveling with you. And he looks over at Shepard. Now, one, that's a little harsh. Let's 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 be cordial, if you will. Oh, I was. If you'd only known what I'd wanted to say. Fair enough. Two, maybe you could uh, perhaps escort us to our rooms uh, sooner rather than later. As you can see, and I am like, I point to my clothing, I'm like torn up and scratched. I, I could use a little rest. Oh, I could smell you before you touch the door. I don't know if that's a good thing or not. Oh, you've blood all over your face. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, 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 I tried to I'm get sorry. Oh, I don't that. do that. And it's all 
cleaned up. Well, you've Thank ruined you. the fun. If you want to go to sleep, the door is there. You need no escort from me. But if you find yourself lonely this evening, you have but to call my name. Does Stradania not become a being of jealous rage if you were to indulge on that base impulse? No. She would watch. I see. Is this common in Barovian culture? It's common for her. I see. I believe that Victoria will likely be well-suited for such an arrangement. A bride unlike any other, and a bride unlike any other, should not be rushed into marriage. I request we have an extra day to prepare spiritually. Well, you can attempt to ask the Countess, but it has been prepared. The invitations have been sent. You would ask her to call them off, to call them back. I believe. You would risk incurring her wrath. I want to take out the invitation that I got, and I want to see if it has a date on it now. It doesn't. Now, I, I don't want to be those in-laws that show up and cause a tussle here at the, the big day, but... Uh, we're all on a truce right now. You said you weren't going to harm us, and we're not here to harm you. No. But. I have already harmed them today. Stop it. <laughs> if you insult the Countess, who knows what she may do in her wrath? And I wouldn't want to see her harm a pretty little hair on that. Well, nobody can, uh, you know, blame the bride, I suppose. So, I'll deliver the message if you like. He's with you. Oh, okay. He I, I rolled for him. I just don't say anything from him unless I, he needs to. Got it. I just want to make sure I didn't miss anything. No. Does he seem bothered, Escher, by Sergey being with us? Like, has no. he looked at him at all? They they've looked at each other, but he doesn't seem bothered or intimidated by him at all. Or attracted. Oh, you. He looks like he's attracted by every single one of you. He just sets his sights on Shepard. Mm. Well, I'm the horny one. Mr. Horny Boy over there. <laughs> you. <laughs> I'll deliver your message to the Countess. But I make no promises on her behalf. In the meantime, I'll recline out here if any of you need me. And uh, what was your name again? Escher. Great. Shepherd. I know. Yeah, I figured. He grabs your hand and he slightly runs, his fingernails are long and pointed towards the tip and he slightly runs the middle finger along the the pulsing vein at your wrist Ugh. and you feel the shiver run down and for a second it almost looks as if the vein itself is split open by the sharpness of his fingernail but it's a mere illusion as he lingers just too long on your hand before he lets it go. Good night. And I'm going to put my hat on and I'm going to start making my way towards the other door. All curtsy and not, follow. Not in a hurry, but making my way. I'll, I'll follow the back, probably behind Sergey. Good night, my good man. And thank you for letting us know we can discuss the exact timing of our 
arrangement. If we need some kind of extension, spiritually or otherwise. Perhaps. But if an adjustment in planning would draw the wrath of the Countess, perhaps ill-advised, perhaps Victoria will simply not be ready to be the bride that she can be. You may tell her that waiting can make the passion stronger. You see as his, a smile alights his face. You may be worthy of home yet. I will send this message. Good night. I'll step forward as I'm leaving and I'll turn and I'll stop. And I'll say, I'm curious. Does sunlight hurt as much as it appears to? Yes. Good. And I'll I'll walk out and go to bed. You make your way towards the room. You open the door. You open it. You look in. A large bed sits in the very center of the room. It's four corner posts supporting a black canopy trimmed with gold tassels. Several comfortable divans are placed around the room. There's a banded door in the west wall and a smaller unbanded door in the east wall, the one that you walked in from. And as you walk in, you begin to see the sheets on the bed move and undulate. Mm. You hear the faint whimper and cry. What do you do? What is that? What the fuck? I'll step forward and, and lift the sheets. As you step forward and lift the sheets, you see one nearly nude feminine figure. And as she turns and moves towards you, the skull mask on her face is visible. Another one of the brides lays here. The white satin sheets that line the bottom of this bed are completely soaked in thick blood. As you see her drain the last bit of life from a young 20-something-year-old man. Oh, fuck. She wipes her mouth. And she looks up at all of you. <laughs> You've come. Let's play. I, I'm going to have removed. Uh, uh, it's an instinct. I'm going to remove judgment from its holster and holding it up. Ooh, he wants to play rough. Professor, why the fuck mm. are we holding back against this shit? Now blow your weapon, Shepard. Mm. Fuck. Fuck. How is no, your dinner? I like it when they hurt me first. Delicious. Uh, were you hurt um, to your liking? Mm, it could have been better. Well, um, we were told this was our room. It is. I was warming it up for you. I see that. Uh, thank you. What is you. your name? Valenta. Victoria. Mm. They think you're to be my replacement. But she would never replace me. Why is that? I could show you if your friends wouldn't mind giving us some privacy. <laughs> or actually, that one, the one with the glasses, he can stay and help. Help with what? And actually, no, that one too. <laughs> the scaly one. I've never had one quite like him. <laughs> yes, the three of you. Stay and help. It's greedy, greedy, greedy. I'm afraid. My entire being radiates with the light of the sun. <sighs> you would be turned to ash and be even more easily replaceable than you already are. That does sound like fun. 
We could give you privacy with Victoria if you would like. You would. Excuse me. I would. <laughs> if you would care to. No, Professor. I think that we should gather as a group. If you've finished with your meal, perhaps you can leave the room to us. Can I keep him? The professor? No. My meal. Please take him, yes. yes. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you, dear. Can we get a change of sheets? Sure. And she begins to pull the body away from her. She holds it tightly to her. And she's smaller than the other ones, uh, significantly shorter. Uh, this man had to have towered over her by at least six or seven inches. As she pulls him to her, her strength is more than you would expect. She slumps him over her shoulder and she nuzzles into his neck. <laughs> You're so much more charming, Dad. Let's go play, baby. And she turns and moves towards the door. Have fun changing the sheets. I'll see you tomorrow for the ceremony. Bye-bye. And she slowly walks out of the Good room. Good night. This is Valenta, right? Yes. And then his, this is Asher. That was Asher. Okay. Oh, cool. Is he like an elf? He's like so Lestat. Oh, yeah. Cool. Why are we just letting this fucking happen? They're literally just murdering people in front of us, and we're just letting them do it. And we're going to gone when we walked in. I'd be happy to waste both of them, no problem. We're just going to start killing people. People, Sarnex, come on. No, these are purely monsters. They are vile, wicked. Horrible abominations and affronts to the gods themselves. But the professor has a point. Yes. We will kill Shradanya. We will burn this entire castle to the ground. But we will do it when the time is right. When the fates align. That's right. We have a higher cause here. It has, take, it has taken every ounce of my willpower to not burn it all or attempt to immediately. Fun. Fun. And I sit over here on this uh, sweet little, uh, I don't know. Devon? Yes. And I, I, I take up only one spot of it, cross my legs, and I throw my hat next to me on the floor. And I run my hand through my hair and I just look frustrated and exhausted. Professor, could you perhaps clean the bed up? Did you I, do that? I could, yes. Uh, so I'm going to just use press digitation to, to make it as clean as, the whole room as clean as it can be. I will say it takes you about 10 to 15 minutes to fully clean the room with press digitation, but you're able to do it. Thank you. Do we know what, what, it, what time it feels like right now? <clears throat> um, it was so dark out with a storm, I would say you'd have no idea. It would be nearly impossible to tell the exact time, but it is, you are feeling exhausted. Right. It is late. You had left from Madame Ava's in the early afternoon. Um, you traveled to the castle. Everything that you've done, it is It is getting late and you are definitely tired. Well, we need to decide how we, had to, how we want to handle tomorrow, the following day. What is our plan with the charade? Our plan is we need to catch Shredanya off guard. We need to wait until she is 
happy, overjoyed, and not prepared for a fight. She won't be in her, her battle gear. She'll be in some dress to be wet. And I hope that's long before she plunges those teeth into Victoria's neck. Yes. She hopefully won't have her sword on her. She will not be ready for a fight. Let's assume that she is and that she's listening to us right now. What then? Then we deal with it. Yeah, I mean, then we don't get any better time. It's just, it is what it is and we deal with it. Exactly. We... I don't know when the fates exactly want us to kill her. I don't know what destiny has in store for any of us. But... We do know that the cards say we will kill her in this castle. Well, in the throne room specifically. Yes. Yes. What of the other item in the spire? The crystalline heart. We'll have to look first thing in the morning. We need rest, though. Do you still have the key? I do. You didn't ask for it. It seems as if these vile concubines are just mere playthings to be used and discarded. They seem only meagerly more respected the mongrel folk. It's true. Thus is the will of the highborn All of this, this wickedness that entrenches every surface, every face within this castle, it makes me uneasy. That actually raises, reminds me of a question I've been wanting to ask you for a little while now. How much fire does it take to burn all this stone? It would require an, an act of God, this kind of stone. It would need to be dragon's fire from Garrix himself. Something a weak mortal such as myself, even as his vessel, cannot yeah. produce. Uh, I was afraid the answer was going to be too much. Perhaps in serving him, he will see this as a high cause and come to your aid. Perhaps. I do not know how, but I have seen it in flames. The castle burning. Stone melting. I prayed and prayed and prayed, but I do not know how to bring this about. And even now, this darkness, the curse on this land, the curse on Barovia and Castle Ravenloft, I feel as if it clouds my my thoughts. Well, regardless, whether this place burns or not, we need to break the curse. We need to end this cycle. And that's our goal. If that ends with Ravenloft still standing, then that's fine. Hopefully... But our only plan as it stands now, Professor, is to kill Stradania and then figure out the rest. We know that killing Stradania will do us no good. We know that there is 
if this speaking skull is to be trusted. A blood queen. That's why we need to explore the rest of the castle and learn how we break the curse. We're not going to have much time. Do you think that there's anything to be learned from the other ones? Escher took a particular liking to you. If there's anything you could gather from him. What? We have to use every advantage we can get in this castle. The small one I find quite psychotic, but the other two, perhaps they're more reasonable they can be spoken with. She will enjoy seeing them shimmer in firelight as she burns away and turns to ash. But I think that is not a terrible idea, Victoria, as much as it sickens me to say those words. The creature, the amalgam, was useless. But this strange consort perhaps does have information about the curse. Perhaps in throes of passion or moments of intimacy, Shradanya is more divulging about the nature of her terrible existence. What are you suggesting? I suggest that perhaps you may be able to speak more with the horrible vampire. Oh, no, 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 no. If you think for a second I'm going back out there to talk to him and you think that I'm going to leave myself vulnerable and I'm not going to do something about it, and then you're all going to get mad at me when he ends up dead. You're right. We shouldn't risk it. Because if we kill him, this whole thing's off. We'll be thrown in the crypt and brutally tortured and murdered. Slightly true. I think Shepard can keep his div- instruments holstered for an evening. Yeah, you'd like that, wouldn't you? <laughs> I would hope so, that you would have the restraint. <laughs> you all alone with Escher. You would not whip out your, your pistol. <laughs> There's two of them! It's more of a colloquial, <laughs> royal you sort of thing. <laughs> Sorry, you don't have that good of a grip on the English language. Its vocabulary is quite good. <laughs> Which is surprising. We never really talk. Doesn't matter. Let's move on. When one is attempting to spread the word Deep of Garrick's and treachery and treason to the masses, to all of the races, not just my own kind, you must have a grasp on the common tongue. Well, that's neither here nor there. The fact of the matter is, you want me to talk to him, I'll talk to him, but I'm going to do it in the morning. Doc always said, nothing good happens after midnight. Sounds like a wise man. Yeah, smart cyber new. Well, if that's what you're comfortable with, then I think that's fine, but I think we've seen here that they've been discarded, at least somewhat up in this tower. There may be resentments that we can take advantage of. Just have to be clever. I think so. Perhaps tomorrow, then. Before we go to bed, we should probably check to see what's behind this door right here on the other side. Actually, before we even make a move, I was going to suggest... I was going to suggest maybe someone can help me just take a look under the bed and under these 
the the um the carpets, just in case there's any more trap doors. I think she might be playing games. Yeah, yeah, we'll give it a we'll give it a once over for sure. But but to your point earlier about taking shifts, I I hate to say it, but I, I don't think she's gonna try anything funny. I, I think this is one of those rare times where they're not gonna harm us. Otherwise, they would have, and 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 so be it if they want to try. But I, look, we'll take a shift if you want. I want you to be comfortable. I want everybody to be comfortable. I don't want her sneaking up on Victoria in the middle of the night when she didn't choose dead. We need to be cautious. She, All right. she got past my defenses and couldn't attack in the moment. She held her sword in my throat and I was helpless. I don't want that to happen again. Fair enough. Yes. That is wise, Connor. I'll uh, drop to my knees and start patting the floor. Roll and an investigation like- check. I'd say it with advantage because you're working with your friends to do so. Connor, are you checking under the bed for monsters? <laughs> <laughs> Spooky skeleton. Uh, is that cocked or should I? Yeah, it's a little cocked. Yeah. I'll reroll this one. Five and a four. Great. Uh, investigation. Uh, it'll be a seven. Not great. You completely do not see the ghost yeah. under the bed. <laughs> you, you inspect around the room and you, you feel like you do a, an adequate job. You don't find any signs of trap doors or like secret up. entrances or anything of that nature. It seems like just a dilapidated old room that's been adequately cleaned by Clayton. Nothing I can see under the carpet. Mm-hmm. And so okay, I think it's fine. Do we see this other door here? Mm-hmm. Oh, we do. Okay. Yeah. Good. I open the door. Are you sure? Yeah. All right. That's a Nikki fake out. If I've ever I know, seen one. I know. I know. Yeah. Yeah. The ultimate troll. <laughs> this small wood paneled room reeks of mildew and has a ten foot high ceiling. Iron hooks line the walls, and hanging from the back, the very center of the south wall, is a beautifully white, embroidered and beaded wedding dress. The veil, hanging down from the back, is long pools on the ground around it. Sarnax's lantern illuminates the room. You, looking at it, you are able to see that it nearly dances in the light. It's beautiful. I quietly say to Sarnax, I don't, I'm not familiar with this gown and customs back in the yard. Is it right to assume that you're a virgin? I think that in this instance, it is probably more of a symbolic choice. <laughs> Very well. <laughs> so that's not a mind. Why don't? You know, you can just come out and say it if you want. God damn! Gosh. Miss Victoria, I apologize for the outburst. Quite all right. Ugh. Would you like to try it on? Good golly, Miss Molly. It looks lovely. It's beautiful, but I I think I'd rather not try it on just now. And there's it's just the dress in this room. Yes. I will kind of just like run my hand down. I, I don't know if there's a sleeve or something, but I'll just touch some of the fabric. You walk forward and you begin to run your hand down the sleeve. <laughs> Spider it, you in. <laughs> it feels the lace is so 
delicate and intricately um, and intricately uh, constructed. The satin beneath it is the highest quality that you imagine you've ever seen. And as you get to the, to the part where your hand would slowly dip out of the bottom portion of the sleeve, you watch as the arms begin to rise up on their own. Oh. A haunting music begins to fill the room as the dress itself lifts up off the hook. It takes the position of a dancing partner and it begins to spin and dance in the room in front of you. Oh. I'm... Perhaps we should leave it. I wish I was more surprised than I am. Does it look like it's been worn before? It does not. It looks <laughs> brand new and constructed to suit every curve of your body. Well, Good. putting a hole in it isn't going to solve anything. It's just going to create more problems. This would have been an excellent time to burn something. Yeah, yeah. Well, you said it yourself. We ain't doing that. Yes. I actually think I see the a thrift store price tag. <laughs> It's a Salvation Army flyer. Let me investigate. Someone will look for the price tag. No matter what happens, though, Victoria, when you look at this dress, do not say yes. Oh, no. Do the opposite of what they normally suggest. Do I have to answer that question, Nikki, or do you already know the answer? I'm so happy to have you at my table. Oh, oh my God. Do not say yes to that. <laughs> Let's leave it be. I'll yes back up away from it and just kind of close the Are door. you saying yes? I'm saying nothing. <laughs> For what it's worth, Victoria, I don't think you need dance lessons. I'm sure you're very capable. Thank you, Miss Connell. Uh, can you hear us, fine dress? It continues to dance. Though there is a moment as you speak that it seems to stop for a second before it continues. I want to cast Detect Magic on it to see what kind of magic business business there is. (laughs) 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 Um, What what, what is the type of, why can't I think of the name? Transmutation. Transmutation, thank you. Transmutation Magic. It's just transmutation magic. It's not like you'll explode putting it on. Or be teleported <laughs> somewhere. Shepard. Yes. I believe the professor is attempting flattery on a garment. <laughs> <laughs> I am, I'm, I'm growing worried for the professor. <laughs> I, am, I am not sure of his mental wellness. I give a literal devilish smile <laughs> and say nothing. All right. Well, enjoy. Uh, have a lovely evening. <laughs> Anything else you want know, like to say? Are you trying to stuff? shake the hand? No, of the no, dress? I'm, I'm oh, just gesturing at the dress. I don't believe that it can hear. Being Italian. Oh, yeah. I'm being very Italian now. It's a district of Galtica. I thought you were from uh, <laughs> <laughs> Well, on my mother's side. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll just. I love the gabagool. <laughs> <laughs> the galamara and the mozzarella is very delicious. Uh, I'm going to back out slowly and gently close the door. The music slowly fades away. Where did it come from? Where did it go? It's now gone. (laughs) What is happening? (laughs) What is going on here? Thank you, Andy. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I'm there. 
that's what happens. Is it finally safe for me to just like rest my eyes for maybe like three minutes? Yes, I'll take first watch. Are, are you sure? Yes. You can wake me up for last. I'm used to getting up early. All right. I will take second watch. I'll take, uh, I'll take the last watch. I'll take the one in between. <laughs> well, I think, I think Shepard happened? had already offered for last watch. Oh, sorry. So would you in mind taking third, third. so I Miss mean, the Bride-to-be can get her beauty rest? I was about to say, yes. You Jeez. should take no watches. Gonna need it. Uh, well, that's very kind, but... I suppose I do look like shit. <laughs> I'll <laughs> my case and I'll take out some silver wire and a tiny bell. And I'll start hanging it up around the room. And I'll say, Terorum, and I will cast Alarm. Cool. Around the room. Okay. You do that. You know, I'm afraid the dress is going to trigger one of those... One of those... Alarms. Oh. I don't think it can get out of the room. I think that actually might be wise if you can include it in your, uh, you know, magic business. Well, I'll just, if the dress walks in here, I'd like to be alerted to that. That's my point. That's my exact <laughs> fucking point. You're so worried about this garment God, you gotta be kidding me. I just... Well, I don't need to include things that I want to be alerted about. I just need... You all can pass through freely. But if a... Why, why are you picking on me? I'm not picking I'm on you. I'm, I'm not the magic guy. All right? I, all I was saying is I want to know if the dress comes out of the goddamn closet. That's it. Well, you're trying to school me on Wisby. I'm not trying to school you on anything. <laughs> Gods, why are you so difficult? I'm not difficult. I'm just trying to cast this spell. I'm trying to hang up this silver wire, and it's very difficult. Mr. Don, you are going to be the death of me. I swear it. I swear it. Fuck. Go, go to bed, Shepard. I will. And I lay down on the floor on this whole thing, and I, I, I very angrily slam my hat over my face and kick my legs above the other side. And I go to bed. You do that. I think it's been too long since Shepard has had a cup of cowboy coffee. I'm still fucking awake, Sarnax! <laughs> he just um, needs a little nap, and he'll oh, be do, fine. Do, does your species not fall asleep instantly? As no, as no, I don't! And I'd appreciate it if you kept it down while I'm trying to fall asleep. Alright? Yes, I've known you for God knows how many of fucking course. months yes. now. I'll keep it down, Shepard. Thank you. I'll keep it down. Thank well, all you. of you should get some sleep. I'm taking first watch. I immediately pass out. I, th- I think it's been <laughs> He's too snoring long. loudly. <sighs> Since Shepard has had a cup of cowboy coffee, <laughs> I whisper. <laughs> I walk over to the uh, corner here and I'll like lean up against it, kind of behind the door, but not against the door, just so I can kind of keep watch. And I'll like. Not often in the corner, uh, seeing that most of the space is taken. Oh yeah, I'll find a place, I'll put my lantern down, and I'll uh, slither up around it. I'll uh, just kneel down and pray a little bit by the, I guess, by the side of Who's getting in bed? You, you were. You, we were saving it for you. Yeah. It's a big bed. Yeah, it's a king-size bed. You could all fit in it and hang out. Well, you can share Okay. I will, It'll be the ladies' bed. I will uh, try. I have struggle to sit with all of my armor on the bed, and I will just kind of <laughs> kick myself back onto the pillows. Of the you feel as Conan gets into bed, the entire <laughs> thing completely sinks down. <laughs> I'm not even going to just fly. You bounce 
up and you almost um, the water bed uh, you yeah. almost you almost lose your prayer beads as you jostle <laughs> about but you grab onto the them um, as beads. you you hold on to them she begins to start to shift and shake and you're bouncing <laughs> this way and that but she finally settles herself down and you are uh, both in the bed okay. I'll just pray a little bit um, clasping my beads in my hand and I'll just kind of press my thumbnail into the scar that's that's healing on my hand from previously and then I'll go to bed. I'll uh, reach out and hold her hand throughout the night just in case I feel her like leave my side or get pulled. I want to kind of sense that and try to have that wake me up if she were to leave. Okay. You have uh, your hand back. <laughs> you, you were doing first watch? Yeah, so I'll wave my hand over my case and say scriptorum and uh, the case will float up and open up kind of backwards and a little ledge will appear out of the case and a little quill and ink will, will, uh, will pop out and I will inscribe spells uh, during the two hours of my watch. I need you to roll a perception check. Oh no. Uh, oh fug. Oh fug a Oh. <laughs> That's, that's uh-huh, pretty good. That's good. <laughs> uh, he 20, seems pleased. 27. <laughs> you get about 45 minutes into your watch. So you are dipping your quill into the ink, tapping it on your tongue, spitting out the ink, and then writing. Oh. <laughs> that would be disgusting. <laughs> It's a joke. Is you, you're, <laughs> you're transcribing your spells and you're humming to yourself, um, almost keeping in tune with the sounds of your companions snoring away. They quickly find sleep. It has been a long day. And then you hear it. <laughs> Noise coming from the closet, the room with the dress. I slowly turn around. <laughs> Fine dress? <laughs> Is that you? Fine dress. You're very fine. You stare at the door. It's closed. You hear some shuffling. Hey, you shut up. No, you shut up. They're going to hear you. Shut up. Who goes there? Everyone wake up. Shh, shh. No. They heard you. They heard you. Shut up. Do we all wake up? I'm going to rush over and open the door. You rush over what and the open fuck? the door and you see clambering out yeah. of a trap door embedded in the floor of the closet. Four Barovian witches. I need you to roll for initiative. Oh. Witches? I don't know how else to say this. My castle has witches. Of all the guesses that our protagonists would have expected, they probably weren't expecting that. Will it finally be ambushing witches that doom the Azran expedition? I certainly hope not. That would be very anticlimactic. Either way, find out in the conclusion of Chapter 17 of Curse of Stradania, Malediction. In the meantime, if you wish to watch Legends of Avantris tell similar stories of Dungeons and Dragons every week, you can follow us on Twitch. You can also enjoy our many campaigns on YouTube, shop at our merch store, support us on Patreon, and join our community on Discord. All links are in the show notes. We welcome you to our Avantress family.